everyone, and welcome to the 13th episode of Slime Time, the official Dragon Quest Dragon's Den podcast. This is one of your hosts, m 3 And this is your other host, Liam Land. So uh, I'd like to take uh, a quick time to congratulate Rod from the Quester's Rest Twitter chat who recently got married. Congratulations, Rod. In Dragon Quest V. Well, screw that. That's kind of different. <laughs> well, it is a major in-game <laughs> life event. Eh, well, you know, I guess we can wish him and uh, whoever his bride choice was well. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I guess now he can file his taxes as married filing jointly and list uh, either Bianca, Nero, or Deborah. And, and the twins as dependents. Mm, not too sure. The government's not usually cool with uh, you filing with your waifu and other digital characters. I mean, he can go ahead and give it a shot and let us know how it works out, you know, if they can email from prison. But P.S. probably shouldn't claim twins. I mean, everyone knows from the movie there's just a son. Yeah. Is that retcon? I thought it was VR. Oh, whoops. <laughs> Joining us tonight um is a last minute uh holdout so we originally had a uh a guest schedule for tonight and he had to cancel last minute um we hope he is alive and well but uh thank you so much to for joining us tonight um please welcome to the slime time podcast uh uh hey glad i can be here Glad you could jump on, you know. Yeah, ex- exceptionally last minute too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is basically uh, we're Patty and I are just waiting, trying to get in touch with uh, with our our missing guest, and uh, and uh, and I just happened to notice on scrolling through Twitter and um, Burian's, uh, um screenshots of Quest of the Stars pop up, and I was like, oh yes, this this is definitely. This is going to be a thing. So I perfect. Yeah, I've, I've spent I've spent a good six or seven hours today playing alone. So yeah. Oh my gosh! Woo. Well, you're oh, going to wow. be the expert tonight. Yeah, we have quite a few. Uh, we have quite a few questions for you. We were actually just talking about that. <laughs> well, I'll answer to the best of my ability. Okay. Yeah, there's still new things. Expect. There's still new things I'm finding out about the game. Like I just found out about uh, the daily quests because I've been just like, doing the limited time stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's so many menu options. We'll, we will definitely get to that. Oh, absolutely. And I'm sure so, miss as much as we hit on. Yeah. <laughs> so, any of you guys get that coronavirus yet? Well, nah, I'm still uh, working on the platy light virus. <laughs> I spend all my time in the house at home, and uh, I never leave my office. So I think I'm okay. Oh, all right. Yeah, you're already in a quarantine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was actually so I was self-imposed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I sneezed in the street in New York City yesterday, and someone looked at me funny and asked if I was sick. <laughs> we're turning into that kind of like Walking Dead society, where like if you put a, if you put the group at risk, you need to be put down for the good of society. <laughs> I mean, even though I've been in the office for forever, I I never leave my office. I still ended up today washing my hands like a dozen times by myself. <laughs> you might have gotten yourself sick. Yeah. Oh, geez. No. I mean, our, our, I work with kids, and uh, our boss the other day, she's like, you know what? She goes, I don't care if you have allergies. If you look like shit, just stay home. Yeah. Last thing I want is somebody like, coming up to me like, oh, my God, my kid's teacher gave my kid coronavirus. And it's just because you got a droopy eye because you're allergic to the oak trees pollinating everything around here lately. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
all of our field technicians are like 80% travel. So anytime any of them have come into the office lately, um, I, you know, kind of just evacuate to the other side of the office. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. See you later. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> if hey, I had good to see you like, again. If I had said, yeah, it must be my coronavirus acting up. Like, was the guy going to run away screaming or just like murder me on the spot? <laughs> Well, it's Times Square, you know. The president can get away with it. That guy probably could have, too. <laughs> I actually do want to get the coronavirus because I'm working on an awesome video game quarantine room idea. Yeah. Just, uh, it's a good excuse to like stay home and just play video games while I... That's not a, my, that's not my a bad idea. Works, it works out the cure. I mean, it's your like odds are 99.2% that you'll survive. I knew a guy once who got malaria just so he could lose weight. Oh, <laughs> that's, oh that's, that's, not a, that, that's that's not a joke either. Yeah. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Approved by the American Dietetic Association. Um. <laughs> See, anytime I get sick, I'm home and I've got a kid under the age of, you know, not school age. So my wife's like, hey, I'm going to go do this, this and this. You're home today anyway. So here's the kid. And so the sick days are not they're like doubly bad for me. <laughs> You're sick, and hey, I'm going to go shopping and do this and this, and you've got the young one, so I'm sick plus one. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got All no right, kids so here, I... so I'm good to go. There you go. All right, well, everybody else out there, stay healthy. I guess you're listening to us digitally, so uh, nothing we can do will infect you. Uh, maybe you'll get infected by wanting to play Dragon Quest of the Stars, though. <laughs> Oh, that's a great transition. That's you should a, play that's it. Everybody good play thing. it. Yeah, that's a really good, good, good tra uh, transition. So, yeah. On that note tonight, Maybe I we will be... save that though. Yeah. <laughs> we are going to be talking. First. We are going to be talking about the recent mobile release, Dragon Quest of the Stars, today. Um, but before we do that, let's get to know our guest. So, uh, start out with a couple questions here. Uh, Brewery, and what's up with your username? How would you get that? And also, how'd you get into Dragon Quest in general? All right, so the username, uh, probably back in 1999, I sat down at a friend's house with an MMO called Asheron's Call, and he was just like, hey, create a character, go mess around in the world for a little while, and it was my first MMO. So I sat at the character creation screen after spending 20, 30 minutes making my guy, and I was like, what's a good name? What's a good name? And I just kind of typed that out of nowhere, and I've basically been using it ever since. That, that. Yeah. The complete randomness. Nice. Absolutely, absolutely right. I was like, mm, I think it was uh, 14 at the time. So, and that was the early, you know, the early days of the internet. So you couldn't uh, refer to like a fantasy name generator or anything like that. So I just kind of, I just kind of pulled that one out my backside. Nice. But uh, as for Dragon Quest, I probably got into it about the same time, about about a year later, when uh, Dragon Quest or Dragon Warrior Seven came out on the PlayStation 1, uh, I had gone to the local GameStop and someone had a recently traded in copy of the game. So I had picked that up and kind of got sucked into it. And from there, I moved on to the Game Boy iterations of 1 through 3, and it's just been kind of history since for me. So for about the last 20 years. Nice. Cool. Uh, I'm not one of the uh, super old school ones who have been playing since the NES era. I was doing Final Fantasy way back then, but... <laughs> <laughs> I've since come to appreciate Dragon Quest a whole lot more. Nice. Yeah, it's it's interesting how like uh, some people come to one series first and then go to the um, kind of go back and forth. Um, so, what are what are some of your favorite and least favorite games in the DQ series? 
mainline versus spinoff? Uh, probably favorite would have to be Dragon Quest Three. That is, uh, it's not the first one I played, but it's the one that I remember the best playing. Because the first version that I played was the Dragon Warrior Three Game Boy Color version. And after that, I tracked down an old NES copy and played through that. And uh, yeah. Just kind of, I played that one a bajillion times compared to every other uh, Dragon Quest game. Huh. I just like the uh, party creation aspect really the most. Yeah, yeah, that I, I, I like to see that in the other game and in some of the other games too, like Nine and and even Quest of the Stars as well. Oh, that yeah, that's that's one reason why I've really liked uh, Dragon Quest of the Stars so far. Hmm. A lot of a lot of DQ nine vibes from that. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, we'll get into that as well uh, a little bit later. Um, any you got any yes. Spinoffs. Um, Torneco no Daiboken, the Super Famicom Torneco Super Dungeon or Mystery Dungeon game. Yeah, I I really like that one. I right. actually imported a copy of that game to to play it on my uh, Super Nintendo. Um, never really looked up the story on it. I just I just really like Super Mystery Dungeons, and it's basically the very first Super Mystery Dungeon game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the fun one. Platy and I played that one. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we played the same kind of hodgepodge translation where you're it's like sort of translated and oh, some okay. of the, uh some some of the, the um, items are right yeah yeah but also some of the items are like the when it's when it translates to what what it does it tells you the opposite of what it does but it actually like, <laughs> you know it's it, been it, a long time but did you yeah. play the uh did you play the ps1 uh, one you know what i actually own two copies of that and have never actually booted either of them up hmm I'd say it's worth it just for the little claymation opening. It's. it's... <laughs> I was gonna say the claymation. That's, I, it's all I think about when I think of that. One. Well, I, I should specify I have the Japanese versions. I've mm. still not bought an American version because they are very expensive now. Mm-hmm. So one one day one day I'll cross it off my collection list. It's yeah. one of the it's one of the three North American Dragon Quest games that I don't own. Yeah, it's crazy to think that that is so expensive because when I was on the NX forums in the early two thousands. That was like the least popular of the forums. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was, was looking... the last hope that, that that forum. I used to like hang out there just because nobody else posted there. I felt bad <laughs> for the forum. You Look, were looking at a looking hope. at some. Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I was just saying Liam oh, was, I was the, the last. I was the last hope for the. Oh, forum. you yeah, you were the la- you were the last hope. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right. I I, I track the prices on them because I want to catch a good one, but you know. One day, one day, or right. I'll just end up paying for it. Any uh, games in the DQ franchise they haven't gotten around to yet that you want to play? Any of them that I haven't played? That's a good question. I've played basically all of them. What I would really like to do one day is get a translation of Dragon Quest Monsters 2 Professional and play that one, because I did play through the original two, but I would like to try Professional with all of the expanded stuff. Platy, that's being worked on, isn't it? That's who we talked to, yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. We we had the episode with him, and uh, it all comes down to finding that needle in a gigantic haystack. Oh yeah, yeah, I do remember that conversation. That was uh, December. That was really recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically, it's translated. It's ninety percent ready to go. I think he was trying to tell us, but uh, it, there's a somewhere in. The code is a command that will let him add more text to text boxes. Because... Okay, it's, it's one of those. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I've, I've heard that with other more. games. Yeah. Yep, and he said apparently it was really easy to find, with, or at least pretty convenient to find with Joker 3 and Terry's Wonderland. But with the second one, it's just he hasn't found it. and It's uh, nestled somewhere within 
some command yeah. lines. Gigabytes of command lines. And, yeah. that's, that's, that's the rough part. Is I've heard stories, horror stories of that with other translation projects with like Fire Emblem of it's just a huge spaghetti code of trying to figure mm-hmm. out how to spin out English text without breaking the boxes because you only get so many boxes per cutscene. Correct. And with 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 Japanese, you're able to convey more in a single uh, text box than with English. It's just hard. Yeah, and I hear that's the whole reason behind the, uh, what is it, the Final Fantasy X awkward laughing and all that stuff, because they had it all coded to time, lengths of time for voice clips. So the voice clips in English had to be the exact, down to the second length of the voice clips in Japanese, so... You got weird stuff like that. The ha 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> so interesting. You have a um, you know, look, thinking about all the different ones. So you played that game in Japanese, though. Obviously, then professional. The prof- or no the the original or do you play the original or are you looking to uh, play the 3ds version of it? So Dragon Dragon, Dragon Quest, Quest Monsters, Monsters Dragon Quest Monsters Joker Two Professional. Oh, Joker 2 Professional. I missed the joke. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about Oh, no, 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 no. Well, I would like to play that as well. I've, I've dabbled with the old PS1 port of the 1 and 2 combination, but... Mm-hmm. Okay, so it wasn't it wasn't that translator. He's in, he's working on both of the... Not the one you're looking for, but he's working on Joker 3 Professional and Dragon Quest Monsters 2 3ds those are the two that are almost all the way done but he can't find that one string in both of those to make it work right okay to then go through and finish it off but yeah lots of games out there that we still don't have and people are working but through no fault one, of their own they, they've tried one hard. day yeah i mean <laughs> you know what if it takes them another three or four years to get it done i'm willing to wait because they're basically doing it for free yeah yeah and we've had a couple of episodes now with translators and just hearing like, oh, yeah, we've been working on this for three years. That's like baffling. <laughs> I've had a kid for three years and I don't know how much time I've spent with him. So <laughs> so uh, speaking of the monster series or in any other series, what are some of your favorite and uh, least favorite characters throughout the main line or sub series and monsters throughout the series? Number one favorite monster would probably have to be a mimic i've always liked the mimic design i've got a lot of really cool uh, uh mimic plushies too you can get one that's um uh that covers a tissue box and then you just pull tissues out of its mouth oh yeah i've seen that one i've thought about getting it before but <laughs> yeah, uh they have that I've one got a, the, the I've, bar. A, I have a ton of slime plushes uh but I really want some of non-slime plushes, but those are few and far between by comparison. I have a little metal bubble slime sitting on the floor over here just looking at me right now. Nice. Um, least favorite? I, I don't think I have a least favorite monster design. I, I, I kind of just like them all. Everything everything is great in its own right, basically. Mm-hmm. When it comes to characters across the main series, though, I only have one character that I uh, don't too much care for, and that would be... Um, Debra from Dragon Quest V. I thought you were going to say Maribel. <laughs> I was wishing. I was wishing. Is that uh, Debra's oh. your favorite bride choice, What's buddy? Debs. What? De- Debs is great for the dialogue. De- Debs is great. You know, I-, I beat it three times probably before the 3DS version came out, and it was a- I'd never picked Nera. 
fuck her floor or whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> and, and even when we were playing the Dragon Quest Your Story, Mary Thwack Puff Puff, I even killed her. I picked Mom over her. Oh, wow. You picked Madison but over that? I picked Matt. Yep. Mar, Mata, Mata in the Mata, yeah. video in the movie. Mata over Nera. <laughs> wow. But, no, De- Debs is number two, definitely. Number one, maybe number one in the hotness category, but number two in my heart. Yeah. <laughs> not in the movie canon, though. Nope. Absolutely. <laughs> well, yeah. She went the R. way of the other Debs twin. And, uh, the female twin, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, it can be so, in the remake movie. Do you have any? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, the special edition. Um, so, uh, do you have any favorite uh, monster or fa- favorite uh, uh, mechanics in DQ games, like monster collecting or job classes, casinos? Uh, when it comes to casinos, I get a little addictive with trying to get as many coins as I can up because you know I like getting that um, metal sword in Dragon Quest V as early as possible because it makes the game quite the breeze once you get it. Uh, oh yeah! So I just actually found out. I'm gonna hop into the game real quick. Um, I found out about daily tickets when Platy said, hey, there's a thing called daily tickets. <laughs> yeah, I found that out about three days in. I yeah. didn't know the thing because I was like, where do I get these tickets? Where there's do I get them? so many menu options that it's yeah. like, yeah. So now I just found out because I, I've been asking. I was like, where, where, where are people getting this Model King whistle? You know, where are people getting all these amazing swords and everything? I probably missed out on a chance to get that Falcon Blade that I've been, like, pining over. <laughs> Every, yeah, everyone I want needs to have it. I, I want I want one so bad, but we can't everyone, draw it. Every other person seems to have it, and they got it I, see, on my the first... initial pull for, like, that they give you at the very beginning of the game. I can't remember what mine was, but mine was either the Griffin Claws or the, the, uh, the Metal Spear that you get. Yeah. I'm considering deleting my character and just replaying the beginning until I get it. <laughs> we heard from uh, was it Woodis today. He's been playing it on a uh, Stacks emulator um, on his computer, and he said he went through like five or six times today and only once pulled the Falcon Blade starting off. Well, well I mean, yeah. if if you decide to do if you decide to re-roll, I think it's pretty quick before you get the pull again compared to some I, other games. I have my I, I signed my son up to do it on the iPad. I. I play on a Samsung phone, and but we got an iPad for work that we use at home for fun a lot. And I signed him up, and he didn't get very far. I, it's just too much for a six-year-old to navigate all that stuff. Oh, it's, yeah, a lot, it's, it's a lot of menus. Yep, and pop-up. So we'll get to that again later when we go through the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so have you ever met any uh, DQ fans or denizens in uh, in real life before? Uh, denizens? No. no. Oh, actually, let me think back on that. No, no, no denizens in real life. Uh, Dragon Quest fans? Not really. I, I feel kind of isolated in my area. I feel like I'm the only Dragon Quest fan. But uh, a lot of us feel like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I go out and everybody knows me as, hey, he's the Dragon Quest guy. You have yeah. any questions? <laughs> ask him. Right. And I do get that a lot. Hey, what's a good what's a good game to start on? What you know? And there's so many options these days compared to like 10, 15 years ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely, yes. So, I mean, if you got a phone these days, you can play basically almost the entire mainline series. Yep. So, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, a lot of, if I get that question, I usually just ask them what type of game they're they're into, like an old, old school classic style RPG or something a little bit more modern in 3D. So, yeah, my, my first question is always, hey, what 
what drives you more in a game? Do you want a great story, or do you want do you want customization over everything else? Right. And when you know when they go, oh, I want a great story. I'm like, you know, you want to play like Dragon Quest two. You want to play Dragon Quest five. Mm-hmm. And if you want great customization, you, to... you know, Dragon Quest three, number one, play that oh, one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Play that yeah, one. Yeah. Well, or I, nine, nine. nine. Yeah, nine is even more versatile in terms of like what you can do with it, but it builds a lot off of the uh, off of what three started and surprisingly that's a lot of people's first foray into dragon quest i've been finding over the last couple of years is oh i started on the ds with dragon quest 9 oh really yeah yeah well, all I mean, green fans yeah there was a big launch event surrounding it and... mm-hmm. i remember going to a couple of game stops to to get like grotto maps and stuff like that oh yeah yeah i went to like best buy to, to for that and to try and like meet up with uh people to like trade I think it was Dragon Quest Six Dreams, Dream yeah. Characters. Yeah. That was a fail, unfortunately. Because I think by the time <laughs> that released after 9, and it was like people had, like the, 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 the hype of 9 had kind of worn off by then. And now, like, you couldn't get people interested in 6 anymore. I think they should have released 6 before 9. Well, and it's also Dragon Quest Six. So, I mean, let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> mm, I'm, I think I'm going to have to agree with you there. Uh, I'm like of the I'm of the minority that actually liked six. I like the character. I don't. Character I, don't design. I don't hate it. I I do love the character. You know, what? surprisingly enough, I have more art assets of Dragon Quest six than anything else because there's a lot of it out there. Yeah. But uh, I like a lot of that stuff. I like uh, a lot of the um, places you go in Dragon Quest six and a lot of the stuff you do. But the story just felt kind of weak compared to a lot of the other games yeah i mean there's a lot of non-linear exploration to it that i that i think is pretty cool and um and one of the things that i i think didn't make it to the ds remake or the mobile uh which i haven't played as much as the 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 memory spells remember and forget so you could actually remember pieces of dialogue that people like you'd speak to an npc and they'll tell you something and it's like Look, you don't even have to write it down. You could just do the remember spell, and then did just like story important stuff. Yeah, it would yeah. be well. God, didn't one of the other Dragon Quest games? I swear could do that, unless I'm remembering wrong. And it would just recall the last five to ten dialogues that you had with right. uh, NPCs. Was it the original seven? Maybe. Maybe I can't. I can't quite remember. It I feel like it was a been. Game Boy game, though. Oh, okay. It might have been Dragon Dragon Warrior Three on the Game Boy. I think you could recall. I think it had a spell uh, of recall. Does, yeah, that does sound familiar. But yeah, I always thought that was that was kind of interesting. I, I wish that um, that you could do more with the DS stylus in some of these games too. Like, uh, um, what was it? Not Spirit Tracks. What was the what was the Zelda game where you're where you're you're on a boat? And I'm not uh, for for it was for the 3DS, I think, or maybe just the regular. Oh God, game. I bounced off that one so quickly. Yeah, that damn you had to do everything with the stylus. Yeah, but you could draw a map. You could draw like you could make little like oh I have to come back here to get a, tre- a treasure. I'm just gonna make little X marks and. Or, oh, I have no idea. I don't play it. Zelda games, so. Yeah, it's been oh, a so while. So basically, you're talking about Etrian Odyssey stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Etrian Odyssey, you got the bottom screen. It's a map, man. That and you do that. You make the marks. I, you know what? Yangus tried. Yangus tried to get me to play those. I bought the first one and I bounced off it so incredibly hard. <laughs> Did uh, you try the untold version or the original original? The, unto- the, the untold 3DS version, because he was like, oh, "Hey, you well. should buy this. It's like ten dollars." And I tried the classic mode on it with the non. Oh well, that was the bat. That was the that was the thing. Don't do classic mode. <laughs> 
you, you got to try the you know the modern convenience mode. Uh, it was the Phantom, one that walks you through it. Phantom Hourglass, I think, is the game. That sounds right. That was a yeah. DS3. That was a DS Zelda game that was not Spirit Tracks. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting because I I never played Spirit Tracks, but I remembered that title and forgot this one that I did play. Because <laughs> it's, it's a it's a weird game. It's it's Zelda but trains. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My son would probably like it then. <laughs> um. So, all right, where are we now? Oh, um, I have a, I have a question because I did. I mail you a like movie poster ten years ago. I, I have a feeling. Did you win a contest at the den like ages ago? I've only been on the den since October of 2015. While while I've, I've had I've had an account since 2015, <laughs> but I've been using the den since the early 2000s. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I would always go on to look at the resources available, but I would never go to the forums. I was trying to think the last, so it's probably about, yeah, I guess it was probably about six years ago or more. It was more than four years ago because I remember where I was living and I remember shipping off a couple prizes that people had sent me and I was like, well, I, I really am not going to hang up a Dragon Quest poster. And it wasn't a big one. It was like nine by 12 kind of little thingy. Oh, yeah. So I, so I gave it up as a prize. I told King Zenith or Democrobot. Whoever was what, running the prize the contest what was at the time. It? I want to say it was like a Dragon Quest Eight or a Dragon Quest Nine poster that had been hanging in a GameStop or. Oh, I. You know what? I back. I worked at GameStop back around the time that Dragon Quest Eight came out. Mm-hmm. I have an entire. I still have an entire roll of posters in my closet right now that are just those old Dragon Quest Eight posters. Oh wow. Nice. One day, one day I'll actually do something with them. <laughs> yeah, I bought. I got a whole bunch of. Um, I think this was for Builders too. When I was at Pax, uh, Pax East, um, they had a bunch of extra posters and like, oh, I'll send these posters to people, and then I just forgot. I actually <laughs> got one. I actually got one of those from uh, from Michi. She mailed me one because I oh, she, nice. ra- she ran a little Twitter contest and I won it. It's hanging on my wall now. Sweet. What uh, What was the contest and what did, what did that entail? Uh, I think it was just a, hey, you know, just kind of reply to the tweet and I'll pull somebody's name. And oh, okay. <laughs> it was for the original Dragon Quest Builders. So it's, it's a little like 11 by 17 poster. That's one side has got the American art and the reverse side has the Japanese art on it. Gotcha. Well, that must All have right. been right around the time because she did one of those Twitter contests and it's thanks to her that I have a uh, Vita now because mistakenly on my part, she was giving away free codes for Dragon Quest Builder. If you shared some like personal story about Dragon Quest and I was very truthfully, I was like, you know, I, this is how I remember my grandmother. One of the last things she did before she developed ALS and couldn't do a lot was um, I was in fifth grade sixth grade and she ordered me nintendo power and had it shipped to her house for six months and sat on like six months of issues plus the free dragon quest game and then gave it to me for christmas so wow that like every time i play dragon quest i kind of think i remember my grandmother who passed away about four years after that um of lou gehrig's disease and like that was one of the last things i remember she could do and like before like her muscles started failing and everything and she's like oh my gosh let me you get a free code and here you go here's a code for your vita here's a vita copy of the game i was like oh crap i did say vita not i i, I replied <laughs> under her wrong comment i was like i i should have replied under the ps4 but i already had the ps4 so maybe that's why i kind of subconsciously put it under the vita so i was like oh i have a vita code what am i supposed to do with this then i was like oh some guy up the road's got a vita for like 70 bucks what the hell why not right buy a vita and now i've got two vitas and 
modded one of them and they got shitloads of games on it and it took three years but i did finally beat dragon quest builders one on my vita (laughs) there you go hey an accomplishment yeah exactly and you built many a dirt castle many many a dirt castle (laughs) you you can have many conversations with eel about this Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> uh, and yeah, I, we started the whole topic on the den about. Uh, I think I started that before I even bought the because so we, we have a topic about uh, what is it Vita RPGs, hmm. and yeah, it's mainly me, Eel, and Yangus going back and forth. Yeah, not so much lately since the Vita's been dead. Can we <laughs> can we do a den contest that's like ho- homeliest dirt castle? <laughs> I think literally every chapter of each one of those games I would win with. <laughs> Here's my rectangle dirt castle. Yeah. Here's my yeah. other rectangle dirt castle. <laughs> Here's a it's rectangle with two. I think I think if we went to the the builders, uh, oh. the Facebook group, All and right, like, well, posted we... the dirt castle. Stars by our. You got one. Go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say if we if we posted a dirt castle on uh, on the Facebook group and builders, they'd they'd absolutely know we were trolling them because <laughs> everything else is like is like art you know it's like beautifully designed and and really well like a lot of time put into it and be like we're just like hey what do you think of my design i made a circle of (laughs) i made a circle of dirt what do you think yeah (laughs) impressive all right but i did it three levels high even better than anybody else (laughs) (laughs) all right so we're gonna start off with mary we do it later or you want to start off let's start off with mary puff puff so you've heard us before, Baroon, I think. Or you've yeah. seen us on Twitter, the Mary Thwick Puff Puff. I thought it was pretty funny because um, there's another on RPG Fan. They have a podcast called Retro Encounter. And last month around Valentine's Day, they played the dating game. And they played like Mary Fuck Kill, but they didn't do the kill. They they And I used the Slime Time Twitter to tweet at them like, wait a minute, what are you doing? You did Mary Thwack Puff Puff, but no thwack. And they were like, yeah, we don't believe in murder. And I'm like, you play video games. You literally commit genocide upon multiple races in every game. He's like, yeah, well, we just we just don't believe in murder. Nice. Do you see well, that uh, here, yeah, here at you, Slime Time? Here at Slime Time, we do. We advocate the thwack. We do. Yeah. <laughs> we we advocate swag. So uh brewery uh, we've got three you gotta thwack something and uh we've got three choices for you here. And they're all uh, Dragon Quest of the Stars based and uh you know they're they're very very personalized here. Sure. Two of them. But uh the first your first choice is Cyril the Squirrel. Okay. <laughs> and uh you're and I guess we're, we're kind of bordering on incest here because of what you find out later. But we're uh, also going to throw in good old aqua and good old sand as your other choices. <laughs> well, so funny, funny story about the aqua character, because when I when I started the game up, I, you know, I was sitting next to my girlfriend and I go, hey, why don't you design this character for me? And she went on to make Aqua look exactly like her. So I'm going to have to say Mary to Aqua. Ah, good choice. Well played, well played. Um, If I'm going to thwack anybody, it's probably going to be Sand. (laughs) Just because his name is Sand? Just because his name is Sand. And I'll (laughs) I'll puff puff here. He's androgynous enough. You you never know. Yeah. That that the Cyril's got a costume, an in-game costume. Like the, you can cosplay. Oh, I've seen it. Um, yeah, I've seen it. I've someone, seen. someone on who was it? Who was it on Twitter? Uh, Liquid Metal Slime LMS on Twitter was posted it the other day, and I was just like, 
that looks terrifying. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> it's like having a giant furry in your party. Um, but yeah, the the one that I saw, I think earlier today, it might have been a battle master, but it was like a really high level. So it's like a version of Cyril you definitely did not want to fuck with. <laughs> was was he already revocated? Uh, I don't know. I don't, yeah, it's amazing how quickly people are. Um, are bla- like blasting through levels, you know, and just like they have unlimited oh. uh, me- metal uh, keys. I have been sitting. I have been sitting on for the last week. Hmm, do I want to spend the nine dollars on the monthly pass, or do I, you know, just want to keep playing and just kind of enjoy it? And then I had someone on the yeah, the someone on the Din Discord was just like, I just dropped one hundred and seventy dollars on the game because I wanted Erdrich's armor. I'm like, oh, oh my god, are you serious? Buddy, was that who you were talking about earlier? No, it wasn't me. Who was it that said that? Somebody said that in one of our group chats. And I thought they were kidding about that, the 170. I thought you said I thought you, said you saw someone with all of Erdrick's equipment. Oh, I did see that. Is oh, it... I've seen I've seen several people today with Erdrick's equipment probably at two or three times uh, evolved at plus 30 to 35 which yeah. is wow oh, that's a lot of resources yeah that's a definitely. lot of resources yeah yeah all right so do we want to start <laughs> we've already started talking about it but did you want to lead yeah, off we'll the, jump uh, right in Dragon Quest of the stars discussion oh oh I have no good summary of this game except uh it, it, you start off and I mean, I guess you find out pretty quickly. You're on a beach. You have amnesia. You don't really know what's going on. You got your good old friends right next to you. Isn't that um, the same intro pretty much? That's the same intro for uh, Builders 2, kind of. Builders 2. Yeah, I mean, even, even, even built. I mean, Builders is kind of, except you wake up in a grave instead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Builders 1. But like Builders 2, you're on a boat and then you, you wake up on the beach and you've got like, yeah, I guess in that case, they're like characters next to you are dead. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Basically, well, kind of a morbid yeah, way to start to bury, it out. But yeah, you don't have to bury Aqua or Sand uh, in this game for, for better or worse. And he wakes up on the sand. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You, I think I said early on was that these people have enough as much personality as some wet sand too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're very aptly named, I guess. <laughs> in, until you uh, until you name them what you will, like a uh, good old uh, Woodus and I have both. Compl- picked a jessica as ours because you know that's just the way that we run <laughs> i actually went I, with who would you go with liam did you rename oh, I yours? actually i didn't rename mine i just left it aqua and sand and i just named my character riyamu uh, who's just basically liam with the l and r switched mm-hmm. i just made Marine. names up for mine okay so yeah i mean right there you it, it's kind of like the uh dragon quest 3 dragon quest 9 you've got some random party members with you that uh, don't have much backstory, but you eventually kind of figure out that you fought some great evil and lost, and uh, you're getting a second chance here, and you're... Is it Granddad that's in the book? Yeah, uh, Gaius. Your grandfather, yeah. Gaius. Is it Grandfather, yeah. or is it like... Oh, yeah, they're called the uh, the yeah. Quetocrat grandkids. Because you're, yeah. you're, you're the... Everybody yeah, knows you as the Questocrat's grandchildren. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he was like the original Questocrat, and... Uh, you are the grandchildren and so these are your cousins aqua and sand or whatever you've renamed them they're your cousins and you're going on a quest across the world to get back to this big shadowy bad guy and what is what is questocrat supposed is that aristocrat and quest like a portmanteau of that and like what is that supposed to mean really not quite sure 
I mean, I I, <laughs> I, I I played the Japanese version of this game a couple of years ago when they dropped the VPN lock on it. But even then, I did. It's it doesn't make a lot of sense. Is it Questocrat in Japanese? Is that trend like a rough? Translation? I'd have I'd have to go back and look, but it was probably something similar. Huh, interesting. I wasn't sure if that was like a local. But you idea. you, you got to remember when it comes to English, they love to shove the puns in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we we love to we like the worse the puns, the better. Very much. So. <laughs> um, hey man, so- Z- Xerox. Zero oh yeah, oh, yeah. That one that we we always bring that one up and me- meta- me- metal liquor, Metallica. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, Platt, anything else about the game plot? We have, like, so they, they, they wake up on the beach. Uh, Cyril the Squirrel shows up. Um, and I, I, I honestly, there was so much. Uh, I was trying to race through all the menu options, and I kind of skipped through a lot of the plot. <laughs> so, <laughs> there was so much of it. I was just like, okay, let me just get to the gameplay. So I was, like, tapping on it. So I did, I did lose a little bit uh, of, of the main, like, overall story, but... I think a lot for for me a lot of this is is less there's a lot of story but I like to just kind of go through the quests so I skipped a lot of what the story is about so do either of you guys remember um, any of the story elements uh, so the reason yeah. <laughs> yeah you you wake up on the beach you've got amnesia Cyril's like hey you've got this you've got this interesting looking book with you and uh, he's like hey let's you know head back to the village and stuff like that. And it runs you through the tutorial. And then, you know, once you get there, or even before maybe, you know, guys pops out of the book like, you know, he's like, hey, hey, guys, what's going on? I'm here, but I'm actually somewhere else. But I'm talking to you through this book. And um, over the course of the chapters that are available to the public right now, he just kind of releases information very sporadically about what's really going on so at the beginning you have no idea you have amnesia but you're my grandchildren but uh there was a great battle but you don't remember how come you don't remember and then you just kind of i mean even in the eight chapters that you play uh you really don't learn that much other than there was a great battle uh there was another guy there named um what was his name Atomos. atomos that's right there wasn't there was like a dream sequence where you're fighting with somebody else yeah i mean it's in the opening video so if you open the app up you can view the video and he's there it reveals some back information about who he is yeah and you really don't glean a lot of information from gaius yeah because a lot, a lot of the dungeon quests are fetch quests from people in villages mm-hmm. to, you know, further the story along as you're spoon-fed the story. Right, right. Yeah, well, that that whole amnesia plot, like in the Great Battle and everything, is also kind of reminiscent of uh, Dragon Quest VI, where you start off, um, you know, you start off fighting one of the final bosses, basically, uh, um, or one of the guys you think is the final boss, uh, and then he just like decimates you and throws you into a, a dream but uh, you don't you, i don't believe you know it's a dream at that point i think you're isn't his memory kind of messed up though yeah because he's you know he's the prince of somnia but at the same time he's lives in this village and you go and you do yeah, all of this stuff before you, before you realize that you are in a dream world yeah okay so it's nothing like this <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, this is a JRPG it's... trope that's, you know, in a hundred games. Yeah. You've got amnesia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love the amnesia. Uh, Futurama. 
like uh, the, the the soap opera um all my circuits and like every character's got amnesia on it. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's that's uh, pretty much I guess the the, the plot uh, where you've got these these different characters and and Cyril and Gaius uh, tend to be the exposition uh, to explain what's going on, um, what you what you should be doing next and what you should be focusing on and um they have an interesting dynamic too they're they're kind of bantering back and forth and uh gaius is like trolling cyril like when he wants him to open up in front of the guard and like he just stays in the book <laughs> just to mess with him um uh so there is it, just getting to the gameplay there's like a ton to do in this game besides the main game you could run multiplayer missions there's crafting um you can upgrade skills and spells upgrade weapons and equipment there's chest drops that we talked about um there's item farming via the world map sparkles mm -hmm. um there's cosplay uh, again. Oh, there's definitely cosplay. Yeah, yep. the, the the cosplay element again. One of the things that are that kind of remind me of Dragon Quest Nine in this game, besides the character design as well, um, is the new feature for defining how your character looks versus what armor they're actually wearing. Um, which I think isn't that that's also an eleven. Or is that only eleven S? Yeah, eleven S. It wasn't right. it wasn't in the PS4 version, but yeah. they included it in the Switch version as a quality of life update because nice. you know. You've got these really cool costumes, but the fences kind of crap on them compared to stuff that you find later. So yeah, I mean, what put a, in the option what a to godsend for me who freaking hated the hair of the hero. <laughs> and you, don't, you, you don't like Trunks' hair? Oh yeah. God, no! And so in the PS4 version, I stayed in that first set of armor you get from your. Is that the Dundrasil armor? That the, the Dundrasil armor, I stayed in that so long. Like, I think when I finally upgraded, I got like a 40 to 50 point boost in my. Oh, yeah. It, it I'm was, there. It, yeah. I'm there with you on that. I, I wore that for a long time. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll get a little spoiler it here. Sorry if you've never played Dragon Quest Eleven, but I've got like screenshots of myself, like when you meet your dad at one point and he's wearing the Dundrasil armor. This is way past. <laughs> it's way past when you should be having it on your character, but I still had it on my character. So we're oh, looking I at each too. other, and it's like mirror image. <laughs> I remember taking that screenshot, and I was like, you know, no context. That'd be a great one to send to the no context Dragon Quest Twitter account. But I mean, I guess these days with Dragon Quest 11s, I'm sure lots of people look like that. But hell of a had a hell of a lot better armor by that time, but <laughs> so you know, I was a very I was a little disappointed that that option wasn't available in the 2D version of 11s. Really? Yep. I don't have because... a Switch yet. One day I'll get one and I'll play the 11s version. So because then they would have had to redo all the sprites. Is that is that why? Well, I mean. They've already got the sprites because, I mean, you can have the armor on and you'll look like that, but there is no option in the 2D way to wear one armor but look like the other. I see. Yeah. Cool. So There's they have no cosplay in the two play in the in the 2D version as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I um, A lot of the perler beads I made like a year and a half ago, the first set of perler beads I made was I went on a Japanese site and got a bunch of those 3ds ones and i did i definitely didn't make trunks look like freaking trunks <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't wasting 33 cents of perler beads on that yeah 
So uh, one of the last things I wanted to mention about uh, in things to do in the game, you've got the premium equipment, um, and uh, we were talking. Uh, we were talking on the den uh, earlier today uh, with Brother Jaybird about about some of this stuff, like the uh, the Battle God Crown, and uh, which gives you different boosts. Um, there's there's a I think it's a Battle God top that has an instant oomph. Yeah, at the beginning of uh, every battle, you get an auto oomph. Yeah, from the Battle Top God and the uh, the Model King whistle that allows the 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 Model King assist once per. Once per quest, you can yeah, have what, Model Slime just come in and just like jump on all the enemies and, and take pretty severe damage. If you level that guy up pretty good, he can do a decent amount of damage. Like, I I don't have him leveled up at all, but I've been doing some multiplayer with some people who yep. are the obvious whales of uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. stars. <laughs> right. This guy, this guy deals some serious damage. Yeah. Sick I've Boy. Been, Sick Boy is the one I was we were talking about earlier. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Sick boy, has, he's he's got ridiculously. Every time I see him, his his character jumps like twenty levels. Yeah, but he's, he's I think he's a battle master at this point. And Platy, I I remember him at sixty, and you said he's in like up in the eighties at this point. He was at eighty oh, wow. when I just ran with him an hour or so ago. Oh. Actually, I wonder if I'm friends with him. I'm gonna look at my friends list. Um, so yeah, so then there's the the, the premium equipment, uh, and some of it is easily, uh, some of it you can you can acquire. Some of it's uh, more difficult or impossible at this point um, because it uh, requires you to have access to um, uh, certain to- uh, ch- RNG t- chests that aren't available anymore, um, or you have to go ahead, pay- Liam. Talk about your uh, talk about your Falcon Blade. <laughs> yeah, pay for a premium subscription. <laughs> yeah, that that I've been I've been seeing almost it, it, pretty much like every other person in the multiplayer or the NPC, uh, um, the friend world, has the Falcon Blade, and I've been wanting, I've been jonesing for that. I've been close to being like, you know what? If it existed, I'd just buy it for real with real money. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that. Look, I have the Battle Pass <laughs> now, and I still don't have the Griffin's Blade. <laughs> <laughs> the RNG is unforgiving, even if you're paying for it. <laughs> All right, but yeah, you know, er, er, early meta of the game last week. You know, about this time Thursday, Friday, basically everybody was using the Griffin Blade, so it made getting through a lot of dungeons, early dungeons, really easy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially um, the the Dragon Lord and Malroth. Uh, um, temporary quests that they've got running right now. It's, it's mm-hmm. great. I, I, there's stuff I couldn't tackle in solo player mode, but I'll uh, I'll go into multiplayer and just you know, three people will randomly join me that have way higher levels. I don't know why they're joining me. Maybe they want to help. <laughs> they probably don't need whatever <laughs> experience I could give them. Well, the, they're carrying me the entire time. But <laughs> how how it works with multiplayer is a great thing because only the person who hosts the room uses. Okay stamina so everybody else is getting a free ride off of you for stamina oh doesn't matter what you do you can run you you can run basically any of these dungeons and get any of the drops prizes so people people, yeah so people will join in with Uh, you even if you're a way lower level because even if you you know even if you're all doing a proper food combo to get your luck up and everything Mm -hmm. you're still more likely to drop uh event gear and yep. it doesn't cost him any stamina. Oh wow. oh, wow. That's interesting. I never really thought of that. So that's how you can play uh, four or five, six hours a day? Just keep going? 
yes. Yeah, yeah. You just <laughs> I just we know anybody that's done that. You can't do you can't do key dungeons in multiplayer, right? You can't just No, have... right now the only things you can do in multiplayer well, you can do any of the story quests. Yep. But nobody's really running those. It's all yeah the because quests. it's too low level. Yeah I, yeah, I had some trouble actually getting some multiplayer folks in to to play some of the low level Malroths. And for a while, I was like, "Oh wait, am I? Uh, did I miss the boat? Are people not playing multiplayer anymore?" And then I realized I was like, "Oh yeah, they want They actually want a challenge." Yeah. <laughs> so I think there's that legendary Malroth dungeon that rotates on times i don't even know if it's open right now but uh you have to be like level at least 82 to for it well you don't have to be 82 but the, the difficulty level is level 82 oh yeah yeah we were talking about that earlier so i, I stumbled upon the uh alterates temples and those are difficulty level 40 um yeah. so I, I i hopped in in single mode just to try it out one time and just got decimated and i think my characters were like probably in mid-20s at the time Oh, yeah, yeah, you'll get decimated. Oh, yeah, and it was just a, it was like a complete party wipe in two turns. Could have probably happened in one. But... <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you have the subscription and you do auto mode, or auto battle, auto battle knows exactly what to do. I've I've been clearing some dungeons that I probably shouldn't be clearing with auto battle. Isn't that just like, uh, you just kind of... Isn't that automatic though? Like you just sit there and and it, it's and it, it's automatic, but the it, the game the game basically plays itself for you. Right. Yeah. So let's let's get into the the good, the bad, and the ugly about the game because I I know that uh, Platy that was one of your uh, initial turnoffs. Um, but let's let let's start with the good. Um, mm -hmm. so I I would start off with saying like this is a game that can easily be enjoyed in a free to play scenario without spending any money. Would you guys agree with that? Oh, absolutely. It's very definitely. It's very easy to play. It's very generous. Early, very early on with a lot of equipment and gear and gems. Well, <laughs> especially right now since the game is only about a, you know a week and a half old. Right. So if you even join in today, you're going to get a lot of bonuses that someone probably won't get if they join six months from now. Yeah, especially the, the experience mm -hmm. uh, multipliers. Yeah. But it's um, it's good to play uh, solo by yourself. Like I said, you know, I'll sit at work and I'll clear a couple of dungeons, you know, while I'm in between tasks at work or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll play at lunch. I'll, I'll start up some multiplayer stuff. Yeah. <laughs> At uh, at lunch, if there's if there's time, just to kind of clear a few of that stuff and get some of those drops. And you don't have to put any money into it. It's 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 far more generous than other uh mo mobile gotcha games that I've played. And I played like Dragalia Lost, which is great. But at some point, you have to start sinking money into it if you want to do any of the event uh quests and stuff like that. Yeah, but this is my this is my third gotcha game. Uh, the first being uh. Dragon Quest Monster Super Light, and the second being oh. Futurama Worlds of Tomorrow, <laughs> which I, I I still distinctly remember. Like uh, Super Light was was what I was playing when I when I got married, and Futurama was playing was was what I was playing like when my son was born. Like, yeah, I was right. <laughs> like, I, 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 I played was... a very I played a very small amount of Super Light way back in the day. My phone could barely handle it because it was mm -hmm. so old, um, but I. I do remember seeing you getting upset at the official Futurama uh, Facebook account for this game. Oh, oh yeah. For, for, for uh, uh, getting upset uh, about uh, Worlds of Tomorrow? Yeah. 
Yeah, I've, they they made a lot of changes to the battle that actually kind of broke the game for me. And I was just like, I don't know why you changed it up. Uh, I'm done. <laughs> I just went cold <laughs> turkey on it because they they overcomplicated the battle and like made added all of these different elements to it that that just like made it far less simple than it, than it was, and it was kind of fine the way it was. Yeah. Well, that's that's how these games tend to go. Yeah. Changes will be made. Well, for now, we're still we're still on the uh, on the good spectrum with this one. So. <laughs> well, it's you still know, in the honeymoon it's, phase. It's yeah. been it's been running in Japan for five years now, and we're just getting it. So we have tons and tons of content that you know we may not get a hundred percent of it. I think in Japan right now they're running some um, event gear for prop for what was it? I saw it on Twitter today. Dragon Quest Ten, right? No, no, I'm I'm sorry. Dragon Quest of the Stars. No, I mean, I mean, I I thought I saw something uh, about Dragon Quest Ten gear in Dragon Quest of the Stars. Oh, I think I'm wearing Dragon Quest Ten gear. I think I wear the gear of the main character. But it looks like it at least. Oh, it's I know. Like that, it's like that red. It's like that red yeah, tunic. Red, but that actually comes from nine. I think that's the warrior gear from nine. Was it? Okay. Um, that that gear you get from just playing the game. Hmm. That's not some event gear that you have to get from doing a special dungeon. You just get it from clearing dungeons in the yeah. main story mode. That's cool. So um, the battle perspective in this game is very similar to uh, Dragon Quest. Seven's three three DS remake. Um, I I like that that they didn't go with the classic like you know first person perspective that we're actually seeing the characters. Um, mm-hmm. You know they they first started mm, yeah with, uh, Dragon Quest eight for PS two and um, and it was nice to see that in the uh, in the Dragon Quest seven remake. I gotta say though, when they started showing character actions in Dragon Quest eight, I really liked that a lot. Definitely. And then they continued that in nine as well. I think you get a little you, you get better animation in eight, um, depending on which version you're playing. But uh, nine was interesting because of the way it just kind of treated you like you were on a field and each character had you know different placement and you weren't just kind of placed in a line and you just did your attack. Right, yeah, yeah. You'd see the character actually like run up to make the attack from like a different yeah. angle than like the other characters were. Um, and what then, did carry over I noticed though was in Dragon Quest Nine. You know, if you can, you know, if people got to go in a row without an enemy attacking, you would build up a combo, and that carries over to uh, Dragon Quest of the Stars with the uh, abilities that you can use in battle. Are you talking about the uh, the coup de gras? Yeah, coup de gras, basically. Right, no, right. no, not the, not the coup de gras, but if everybody attacked in order, you know, first person attacks, second oh, person the attacks combos. again. Oh, yeah, yeah. They would get, you know, plus 25, plus 50, plus 75, yep. yeah. yeah you, like you, a... totally, you totally get that in Dragon Quest of the Stars. Of yep. If, you know, if I used my asteroid thrust and then somebody used uh, their claw ability and then, yep. you know, a bow ability. Yeah. Those are, those are if they used them back to back, it would just stack damage yep. on top of it. And then you get that skillful finish, which for some reason looks like it's in the Indiana Jones font. <laughs> and I, I could have sworn <laughs> to nice it. I was like, oh is. my god. I was like, they spelled skillful wrong. And then I looked it up and it was the British version. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, that's, al- that's always the case with these games. Yeah. <laughs> it's the British spelling of skillful. Um, so yeah, do, uh, making comparisons to... Uh, uh, DQ9 with the multiplayer. I, I I personally like this co-op multiplayer better than the competitive. And Platy, I know you are the opposite. Like my experiences in competitive multiplayer in Super Light were mainly in just like one-sided battles where one person's monster team was just stacked way higher than the other, making for well, pretty obvious battle results. Mm-hmm. 
I, I will say, I like the cooperative nature of this. I, I don't do any games PvP, so not having that PvP on here, it's all cooperative, and yeah, you know, we've already mentioned like you're putting different slime things together to get higher luck based and there's different combinations and you can see people using the uh the, there's no direct chat feature but there's little yeah. what is it stickers yeah that you can put on there people kind of have been able to communicate through the use of those stickers kind of like hey yeah, play yeah. the slime chocolate or whatever let's um, go for a combo meal yeah, the combo. <laughs> I get the one that's like, "Hey, speed up the the, the speed. Yeah. Turn up the speed," because I'm always like forgetting I'm a host and and I'm in control of the uh, the the character uh, battle speed. And I'll you know I I'll just forget if it's like the first time I'm booting up for the you know for that session. And and there there they are slowly trotting along, <laughs> waste wasting everyone's time. <laughs> Everyone just wants to get through it as fast as possible. Yeah, no, I mean it's 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 way more efficient to do it that way. So, mm-hmm. oh yeah, no, I agree. When you're you're um, booting up and you're, you're you just don't you don't see it right away. But as as far as like PvP versus um, co-op, that just takes me back to Dragon Quest Monsters Joker on the DS because I bought the game when it came out and it had its online mm-hmm. feature of being able to battle other monster teams. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was. And that was I didn't do that. I, I didn't do that. No, no, they had an on. It had an online feature. Oh wow, really? Oh, Joker Unle- one, unless I'm, one. No, no, Joker unless one. Unless wow. I'm remembering wrong, I believe Joker one had a an, an online kind of you know you submit your monster team. Mm-hmm. But I remember like not even looking at that until about a month into the game was being out. And at that point, you know, it was like top tier monsters, uh, monster battle lists, and I couldn't even compete. Yeah, because you could get different prizes if you finish the week in like the top ten or the top one hundred or the top one thousand. Yeah, I yeah. Wa- I want to say like the first two weeks I did okay. I mean, if it was for like the top hundred, I'd be like number seventy five, or if it was like the top thousand, I'd be like you know in the six seven hundreds. I I I'd place enough to get whatever that weekly prize was. I was never anywhere close to the top, but. Oh no! No, that and and you know, very after a couple of weeks, once everybody started figuring out, you know, the min max stuff. Forget that. I was, I wasn't a factor. <laughs> yeah. So so one of the things I I uh, personally like better with about the Quest of the Stars multiplayer over something like Superlight, which was uh, competitive, in the co-op, um, having someone that's so stacked is now an asset to your team. Um, so I, I've we, we talked a little bit before about being able to tackle dungeons and and quests that are that are uh way 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 more difficult than we would be able to do solo um and now not only do we have that but now we have the luck that gets us better drops because the multiplayer um they they multiply the uh the luck or how how, how does that work the, you get a series of uh, of luck that you don't get in solo mode i believe so as it stands they've boosted the luck for the first 30 days for all user accounts so you get like plus 50 and if you have the monthly star pass you get plus 30 uh in multiplayer only for multiplayer or for you know all your drop stuff does that stack so you have you have 80 so yeah it does stack so if everybody if everybody in your team has the plus 50 from the you know the new player bonus Mm -hmm. plus the plus 30 from the star pass yeah you get 200 or 120 from having the star pass so every hundred points of luck that you get at the end of a multiplayer dungeon will net you a chest wow 
Yeah, I've gotten some pretty cool drops in the multiplayer for like the Malroth equipment. Um, more recently, I just got the Middenhall shield, which looks awesome. Um, by the way, I just I took a screenshot of that. Hopefully, I can remember where we are in this recording, and and Wudus can stick uh, stick this uh, particular screenshot in. Um, and uh, I haven't got one of those yet, but I got the 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 Canoc shield earlier. Nice. Yeah, I actually like literally just got the shield during this record because uh i don't know about plat platy are you still playing the game right now in the background as we record this i, I was but then i stopped uh we had some weather going on right around here so <laughs> <laughs> i was like wait a minute let, let me not tax my uh yeah <laughs> router any more than it already is right and i doubt this is not exactly uh, pulling hit resource heavy off of a uh, stuff but gotcha well well speaking uh, of that I, i've run a few i caught kandar or Robin, oh, Robin Hood Rob, as he is Robin now. Hood. Yeah, I, I, um, you were mentioning uh, a connection and everything. One of the things I think is really cool multiplayer feature that I wanted to call out in this game is that if there's a bad connection where sometimes a player will drop off from your multiplayer battle, in DQ9, that player would just be gone um, for the rest of the battle. But in Quest of the Star... Oh, no, actually, I think you can hop back in. But uh, in Quest of the Stars, there the, that person, if they drop, is actually replaced with a duplicate NPC version of that character. So you you still get the auto battle. Um, they they're they're still attacking, um, and then they have the option for that player to kind of rejoin and replace mid battle, replace that NPC. Yeah, I've only had that happen once so far, but a character did drop because uh, between every battle there was a lot of syncing, a lot of syncing, uh, and they dropped. We got the NPC of them. And then during the boss battle, they came back and they were able to continue on because even though they get replaced with the NPC, I don't know if the host has control over what actions their character takes because in that uh, particular case, I was not the host. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm typically uh, hosting the multiplayer stuff when I when I play multiplayer just so that I can um, have control over like which battles we're, we're, uh, we're going for and which uh, equipment I want to get. So I see a lot... I, um, a lot of connection issues, a lot of syncing issues. Yeah, it's clearly like someone is having one, like one of the characters would be having a problem because they're not choosing an option, and then all of a sudden they'll just drop and then get replaced. But and you know what? Back in. That's the great thing about this game is because it's already five years old in Japan. They have hammered out so many issues with it that uh, when it came really to when it came point. when it came to us, you know, Dragalia Lost came out about a year ago here in America. And I had so many issues early on with the game that it was basically unplayable. And I had so many disconnects, so many just trying to start the game issues. But with Dragon Quest of the Stars here, I've had almost zero issues with the game at all. I do know that some of the other non-English language people had an issue that they very quickly patched but so far it's been a pretty pretty flawless uh, execution of a launch of an of a gotcha app mm. what, what what was the issue that they patched that uh uh non non-english uh, you know what let me go look at the I Twitter. remember the I notification think... about it there was a notification where they're like hey we've been informed that this language or this language oh i do remember seeing that yeah yeah I thought it was that, I mean, w with friend codes, I don't think you can add Japanese players, but there do seem to be Japanese players on here. Oh, there, yes, there do. There definitely are. I have yeah. a lot of Japanese friends. Now, are they playing the Japanese version and it's connecting between the two? No. Or 
I'm unsure if we... I'm unsure because with a lot of gacha games, you've got the the Japanese servers, and then you have the global server. Okay. It was... I played I played a DBC Dokkan Battle for about two years, and that's how it was. You had your Japanese server, and you had everybody else. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure with Dragon Quest of the Stars if it's just everybody. Yeah, I mean, because there's so many Japanese players in the multiplayer that I, I'd have to imagine that there is some kind of mixing going on with the servers. Um, and when they when their they... levels don't seem like, and their equipment doesn't seem unrealistic though with ours though. That's yeah, true. That's true. That's true. Although they could be, their levels could just be that they revocated. Well, Even if you then... if, if you revocate, it should denote on your character icon, like in green oh, text, like I believe. One. Yeah, if you've like revocated. Yeah. Okay. I saw somebody on the subreddit today complaining about that, of, hey, if you see someone with a low level, don't, like, kick them from your team. They could be revocated. Right. But what does that mean? Do they, what What are the advantages for revocation in this game? So, in DQ I believe... I believe that once you hit 99, you can reset your level to level 1, but your stats at level 1 aren't what they are at, you know, that class is level 1. You've got enhanced stats, so you you just kind of build off of that. You know, you've got a certain percentage of stats by comparison. Gotcha. Yeah. So it just increases, you know, exponentially as you reset once you hit level 99. All right, so looking at the Dragon Quest Twitter here, they were having ios device language issues for certain languages so it was like french german spanish russian turkish etc that they pushed a fix out on because i believe a lot of the people who were trying to play the game in those languages couldn't even start the game oh hmm. because one of the suggestions that they made is hey if you can't start it in your native language or any of the other languages start it in english we know it works in english <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure they love that <laughs> So, yeah, we talked a little bit about the game being very reminiscent of Dragon Quest IX, both in character design, um, fully supported cosplay, and some of the multiplayer elements. Um, I, I What I like about this, it just kind of speaks to what a DQ9 remake might look like. You know, we talked about that as a possibility. We've even seen a few hints dropped. You know, what, what how would you such and such if, if there was a DQ9 uh, remake, and that came from an account, an official dry, um, uh, Square Enix employee. Um, that that question. Uh, so, I, I think we might be seeing a DQ9 remake in, in hopefully a year or two. Um, hopefully for the Switch, which would again be another motivation. You know, if I, mean, I play multiplayer DQ9 over the internet instead of local co-op. <laughs> I mean. It- you got to think eventually it's going to happen somewhere. Mm-hmm. L- literally nine is the only thing that has not been remade or ported to another system. It would definitely yeah. be very different mm-hmm. uh, in terms of the versatility, all the chess timing stuff. None of, none of Yab's tools uh, would, would work or function um, the way it does with the uh, Nintendo DS version. Um, it would be different with some of the bugs, like the uh, special grottos for all multi, uh, metal king slime floors uh would probably be fixed because a lot of that has to do with the functionality of the ds hardware um and how it's interpreting the code but uh yeah it would be interesting to see what what they do with it so i noticed that a lot of people were making comments on various uh social media platforms about dragon quest 9 via the 
the story so far function in Dragon Quest of the Stars, how mm-hmm. it was saying that Dragon Quest Nine was originally released on you know, yes. the DS. That is which, a comment. Mm-hmm. Which leads me to believe that either, you know, like you mentioned before, either A, it's going to be re-released on the Switch at some point, which is a possibility, or they might continue forward with their mobile remakes and, or re-releases, I should say, and mm-hmm. put it on mobile phones. Because we got Dragon Quest Eight, which was a PS2 game released on a mobile phone. Yeah, yeah, we have, we've gotten everything except... Uh, um, we've gotten every mainline except for 7. We still have not gotten 7 over here. That's yeah, surprising. It was surprising that we even got the 3DS version. <laughs> so that was I don't like, think we're going to see that 7 over here. I don't think so either, yeah, to be honest. Yeah, it's just such a massive undertaking for localization. We need that platy seal on it. It's not coming. It's not yeah. coming. <laughs> um, so you, you can... Uh, yeah, uh, we, we we talked about the multiplayer. Um, you can utilize the um, fourth character slot in solo to your advantage by bringing in stronger players into battle with you. We talked about the auto oomph, which kind of sounds overpowered, but it's also kind of awesome to start the battle and like you just see your guy charging up. <laughs> and, he's, and he's automatically got the oomph. I'm uh, seeing some other characters that are being able to boost their abilities by like 10% at the start of battle. So mm-hmm. there's less charge time. Yes, yeah, that's the CT yeah. percentage. Yeah, yeah, we talked a little bit with that about uh, with uh, Brother Jaybird on uh, on Dragon's Den about that as well. Now I'm not quite sure what equipment causes that because at this point the only thing I know about is the auto oomph on the battle god top. Yeah, it's kind of hard to discern what equipment it's coming from because then you have that cosplay element where where they they could just be wearing different armor. So if you are actually seeing if you if you're friends with them, you can look at their page and you can look can at see what they're wearing. Yeah, you can see what they're wearing. Basically, there's there's a lot of menus in this game. So. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> we'll get to. I think that was my first, uh, one of my first or second um, bullet points in the in the bad part of the good, bad, and ugly <laughs> on the game. <laughs> um, so one of the final things about the good of this game that I did want to mention is just the seemingly endless content possibilities. It's still going strong for you said five years in Japan. Yeah, as so as new- of the release here, or it was, it's been out in Japan since about 2015, I believe. Um, with new content, and then there's uh, there's other planets being developed. Is that that's I so I heard some another player mention that oh yeah you go to other planets in this game, which right. I mean would make a lot of sense because in the eight chapters that we've been given so far, you traverse two continents, and I think there's six continents on four four to six continents on the current planet that we're on. Mm-hmm. So unless it breaks it up into infinitely smaller portions, because uh, the second continent you're on, which is aptly named Backtrachia, <laughs> because you do a lot of back and forth on it. Right. I don't uh, think I noticed that. I actually yeah. thought it was like Batracia. Backtrachia. <laughs> Backtrachia. That's, that's, that's what I've been calling it, at least. Oh, uh, no, that makes way more sense. <laughs> uh, that's pretty uh that's pretty awesome um so let's talk a, a little bit about the bad um you know I, I one of the first things i noticed is you know we we're talking about there's just too many op- menu options in general um so i've gotten up to six pop-up windows on start mm-hmm. and, and that's just that's just kind of frustrating i would i kind of wish they would they would 
frequency cap it or something a little bit better than like once every day so it feels yeah like, there's that little thing that you can click uh well don't like, show it at it yeah yeah don't show it yeah, yeah. You know, that, that as of right now that gets rid of everything except for i believe the hey buy the welcome <laughs> sale gems of course it does mm-hmm. <laughs> and one other pop-up menu so you can kill everything but about two menus right now but, but that's only for the rest of the day right yeah yeah it, so it's, then it's re- the the update time is really weird too because you would assume so um since i have that star pass i get a couple of more perks like i can refresh my stamina once for free per day but you would think that at when the game released which i believe was like 9 p.m eastern standard time mm-hmm. uh, originally last tuesday you would think that everything would refresh at about that time but at about a at about seven o'clock, I can do my free pull, but I can't do my free refresh again until about eleven p.m. my time. So it seems like the the global cooldown timers on all that stuff seems to be kind of staggered or just out of sync, mm-hmm. which is very bothersome because I try to plan my stamina usage to hey I can use my stamina refill so I can do these quests so I can try to get my crowns or finish some quests or do some events so I can do my refresh, but then I have to wait another hour or two. It's kind of annoying. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I mean, it's also that we talked about the menu options. There's so many menu options, it's easy to actually get lost in the game. Very um, much so. Like, yeah. Just talking to Platy before about the, uh, was it the daily tickets that I didn't even know mm-hmm. existed until like an hour ago <laughs> yeah like, I, I didn't know those for a few days because yeah. it, it it tells you in one screen that you can never revisit about hey here's where you look for if you want to do the daily quests and if you if you forget that like i did for two days you forget that it even exists <laughs> so now i know i know how to access it you actually go into the um the quest menu you have to click on the purple um, box that has the little speech bubble with the exclamation point, and then you have to tap on daily, and it sorts just the daily quest. So right now it's the Friday quest. Yeah, it's the, you get, it's you get the, one it's ticket daily. a day, and then oh, you know what? Hey, it refreshed finally. I can actually do it now. So yeah, there's anyway. There's a lot of menu options. You can get lost um, pretty easily until you've been playing it for a while. I'd say um, no doubt, Claddy. Yeah. Auto battles. We talked. Uh, we talked about. Um, we talked about this. Like this is one of the turnoffs for you. Well, yeah. I mean, this. What am I trying to? I played Nino Kuni earlier this year, and it, it almost seems a little like the original Nino Kuni. And that was a battle system that, man, I I feel like I fought it more than I did anything else. I I totally feel you on that. And that, I, that game was just something else with trying to get your creature to do whatever you wanted. Mm-hmm. I, I think, like, and you know, I finally played it when it came to the Switch, and I want to say I had, like, eight party wipes in 40 hours. So, I mean, it wasn't all the time, but yeah. out of those eight party wipes, I felt like maybe two of them were my fault. And the other six were because I just couldn't click the frickin' menus and navigate the menus while the battles were going on in real time <laughs> fast enough. 
It's like, no, I clicked heal. Why is this taking? Why is heal on this kind of timer or whatever? And I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I haven't played any of the high level stuff here, so I haven't felt that. But yeah, it, I, I don't know. I, I feel like this is casual, but you always have to be paying attention to it to get the uh, those rewards for, the you know, make sure finish. you do two skillful finishes. Yeah, yeah. Or do this. So it's like casual, but not casual enough or... So I, I kind of ride the fence. I, I don't have enough time throughout the day to actually do this mm -hmm. um, for five or ten minutes here and there. And I feel like if I'm going to do one, it sometimes I need to pay full attention for those five minutes. I can't, like, start it, look away, and then come back because you and I were talking earlier, Liam, and you were doing a multiplayer. And, oh, yeah. It, it, um, during, you were like, oh, look, yeah, it finished. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. It was right before we started recording. Yeah, uh -huh. I, I was multitasking in a multiplayer battle. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot I was in a, I was hosting one. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, for me, I, I think I described it on the den last night. Like, this is a big chocolate cake with buttercream frosting, but I'm a little lactose intolerant and not enjoying chocolate right now. Mm-hmm. It, it is pretty good, and I've got um, I got my boss over on RPGamer.com was talking to me, and she's like, I play a lot of mobile games, and she goes, honestly, this one is not pressing me for a lot of money, and it's got a lot of content right off the bat, and she goes, this is really good, Matt. You, you know, Dragon Quest did something good for its first mobile title over here, fully mobile, and I was like, yeah, I'm just... I, I'm playing a couple other games at this right now, too. I'm in the middle of, like, a 70-hour rune factory four and this isn't something that i have time i don't commute well i commute but i drive so i can't play this while i drive it's hard to play during the day so i have to actually sit and pay full attention to it pretty much so it, it just hasn't resonated a lot with me it, it's good i'm playing it now i i think i'll continue to do it a little at a time but i'm on the third chapter right now and not even very far in that uh oh you're you're on the third chapter in the story mm -hmm. and total there's something like eight Is yeah that... there's there's eight total okay i'm on uh, I'm... currently available yeah i'm in six right now uh Woodus has beaten it already or at least beaten yeah. the available content yeah <laughs> Seeing his tweet that he had beaten the available content pushed me to actually finish the the available content so I could focus on the event stuff. <laughs> yeah, I should probably get to that. It, it's it's honestly not that hard. It's about four dungeons per chapter if you don't do any of the subquest stuff. Yeah, yeah. But some of the stuff I find least interesting are the is the actual field battles because there's no real major rewards to them. You know what? And that's travel. That's that's the nice thing about auto battle is if you're if you're, if you're willing to pay if you're willing to drop the nine dollars a month, you just hit auto battle and it just you don't even have to worry about it. Are we talking about the same thing? Because I thought I had that without the without the uh... auto battle is locked behind the star pass. So well, so what I should you know I should probably specify a little more, expand upon that is yeah I mean your characters will attack without you doing anything, but mm -hmm. if you want to use any abilities, that's you need auto battle oh, for that. Okay, auto battle will actually use the auto battle uses your abilities, right? Wow. So, nice. so what's what's nice about it is what's nice about it, which is also not a one hundred percent of the time thing, is I'll you know run a dungeon that says hey you need three skillful finishes, one of the skillful finishes needs to be on a boss and 99.5% of the time the third one is always don't die during this dungeon <laughs> mm -hmm. 
So if you throw three times speed on, which is only available if you pay the $8.99 per month for the Star Pass and put on Auto Battle, uh, it'll run through and it will do everything for you. Uh, basically, it it knows what to do. It sees what, I guess, the objectives are and it goes, hey, we need to meet the three skillful finishes, the skillful finish on the boss. The one it seems to be kind of dumb on is, uh, hey, you need to finish it with a magic attack. So if you have something like, yeah. oh, it has, to, it has to finish on like a sizzle or a zam mm -hmm. or yeah. something like that. Sometimes it goes, it's just like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just going to finish the battle. Okay. That's actually also annoying in multiplayer because uh, I'm my character's currently a warrior and I'll get three other warriors or a battle master to, to join me and no one has magic. Yeah. So now you're, you have to like go through again and then maybe try to get someone to join or switch your character class to a mage, which then would be at low level. So 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 I have I have one dagger with a magical ability that I have attached to it that is sizzle. So anytime I have to finish a crown on a dungeon that says, hey, finish it with a magic attack, I just equip that dagger to a random uh, character and hold really that action cool. hold that action until the very end. I'll mm -hmm. let auto I'll let the auto battle run until the boss battle. Yeah. And I turn auto battle off and I just kinda kinda let the auto attacks just kinda wear the boss down. And then you always make sure that the last attack in is the attack that you need to get the crown. Right. So even so even oh. if someone even if someone kills it first with an, an, another ability, mm -hmm. as long as as long as that magic attack is the last thing that hits it, it counts. Yeah, but then I, I've run into that with multiplayer too, where I you know I'll nail it with the sizzle and I'll be like, yes, I got it, and then somebody else will attack right after that. I'm like, no. And then, yep, and then it just null <laughs> and it just nullifies your magic attack yeah. completely. Completely just, just like it's not the last attack anymore, so it's not what killed it. <laughs> but, All right, yeah. so I, I just walked up to a place. I mean, we, we love our puns here. The uh, port town of Port Dat. Yep. That's, yep. that's the name that's, of the that's, town. That's a, lot, that's a lot of them. Um, port Dat. I've, well, I've, I'll I've... tell you what. Dragon Quest Nine. Port Dat. <laughs> <laughs> I've come across a couple of... Um, mines where's mm -hmm. one of them uh it, it two of them i have seen are literally called awesome mine oh yeah oh i remember those yeah <laughs> they're, they're, they have a couple of really good puns with the mines there should be like a port port them all port, <laughs> <laughs> port, port everything everything um so yeah one of the other the things uh that that's kind of annoying we're talking about the bad is the, the excessive amount of useless rank three two and one armor and weapon drops in this game um it is like it, it just fills up your inventory and then you have to go through the process of either like selling or doing some upgrade work to combine them all um and i just find that to be a little bit tedious like what, what do you guys end up doing with your with your extra three two and one ranks if it's three if they're three stars i'll go and i'll sell them to the um to the bushy bazaar because you get a little bit of points out of that for it mm -hmm. and i've netted some i've netted about five or six thousand uh points from doing that the one and twos i just sell them i've, I've heard people say Hey, if you're new to the game, don't sell them. Extract skills out of them because even though they're C and D level skills, they still may be helpful. But at the same time, I think at the beginning of the game, you can hold like 700 skills. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't really matter that much. I haven't done enough with the skill up up upgrades. I just I there's a couple a handful that I just replaced because like I don't 
what was it? Div- divine intervention. Uh, I never use that, and my my main character had it, so I just figured, you know, was that, was was that on a rod? Uh, I think it was the hero spear. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, which is also I don't remember if I mentioned this already. I love the hero spear in nine. It pretty much stinks in this game, just because <laughs> in nine every hit steals HP, and I guess maybe that would be a little bit o- overpowered in this game. So they make it a, a one of the skills that you have to use manually. Yeah, I think right now if you want a a spear, you want the the metal spear that you can get from the uh, metal banner. Mm-hmm. That's the spear to have, and that happens to be the one I have because asteroid thrust. Oh a, yeah, yeah. Does Anything a with asteroid ton, in the name <laughs> does a ton, ton of damage. Yeah. Um, so some of the quest challenges, those three crowns, involve killing a metal slime, and when they don't often spawn, causing you to have to burn stamina to go through if you're trying to get all the crowns. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked a little bit about this on the den. You you actually don't really. This is in our in our. Uh, brags and bitching topic yeah <laughs> with the stars um you don't really maybe it doesn't make as much sense to kind of 100 percent those crowns if the only uh treasure that you get from it is going to be like 150 gold or something something really measly in it. three medicinal herbs yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go oh gosh i've <laughs> i've rerun like a mission to get that and it's like why did i do that yeah well for me at this point i finished yeah. the story I've already hit um, advanced vocations, so I've got a battle master, I've got a superstar, I've got a paladin. Outside of running events, what am I really going to do right now? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, eventually you you do run out. You're waiting for more content. You're waiting for the next week of what events coming out. At this point, I'm doing that. I'm just kind of crown cleaning up because I can, mm-hmm. because I don't want to kill my motivation for this game. Because if if I know myself, if I don't play this game for a week, I probably won't play it for the next month. Mm-hmm. I mean, they haven't even announced when they're going to add more story content yet. Yeah. Well, what what burned me out of Superlight was the RNG. Um, so I'm assuming that at some point I'm just going to get tired of it and, and stop. But again, if we're constantly seeing on social media that like new content was added, I could probably just hop in, you know, uh, one, say what you will about Superlight, but it did have some really cool uh, bonus content that they threw in there for, for different holidays, like the uh, Christmas-themed monsters and Halloween-themed monsters and stages. Yeah, I, I think I remember some Christmas ones one year. Yeah. So hopefully we'll see something like that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll, we'll get talking, since we're talking uh, Superlight right here, that's the one thing I've kind of found very different between these games. Super light focused on all the monsters, and you were always monster collecting. I mean, it was it was Dragon Quest monsters, so I, I enjoyed. I love all the Dragon Quest monsters, even Caravan Heart. I've said that before. I, I enjoy all the different monsters games. I've found ways to play Joker Three and Dragon Quest um, monsters, Terry's Wonderland. I put a hundred hours into those games in English thanks to translations, and uh, that was really cool with the Superlight. You're always building up to another one. I don't find this one as engaging because it's all about the dress-up and the items. As it I stands, mean, I would agree. It's all mm-hmm. about, you know, getting, getting. hey, wow, I can, I can look like Maidenhall, I can look like Moonbrook, I can look mm-hmm. like um, the Dragon Quest One hero. Mm-hmm. 
But I mean, so, you know, it's only it's it, at this point it's been it's been like not even ten days, 10 days. that the game has been yeah. out. So we'll get we'll Th- that, get that was, more content. Mm-hmm. And, th- and that's just my first impression. Like, wait a minute, I'm doing all this not to get a better team together, not to get a better whatever, but just to get equipment. I mean, I do that in every Dragon Quest game. I just go to the I mean, next town I mean, and buy it. <laughs> that, I mean, that, that is that is a thing. It's like in most gacha games, you're trying to pull units, but in this game, you're Correct. trying to pull equipment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I think the only gacha games I've ever spent more than a week on are this. I um, Super light Pokemon Go I did for like 10 months. But again, you were always trying to get the better Pokemon, try to catch new ones. Um, Fire Emblem Heroes I did for a while. I, and for a while, I mean like two weeks. But you were always trying to pull that A rank, that S rank character to make a better party. Um, equipment was not the biggest thing yeah so, that, that was me like I, I played dbz dokkan battle for about two years always trying to get the better unit that could get you through the next event that mm-hmm. happened so i mean th- that, that's a little disappointing I, I thought oh you know maybe you can pull jessica at some point or no i mean eventually i could i think i'm my... fine with it actually <laughs> like yeah I'm, I'm i'm not i'm not too I feel like uh, I just like pulling the equipment better. Like, oh, yeah. I can, you know, get the, you know, even if it's not, you know, the Maidenhall, Canock, Moonbrook, you know, the mm-hmm. Dragon Quest One armor, which I've pulled a lot of at this point. Mm-hmm. I just like all of the... Uh, I've always liked how all of the equipment and weapons and everything look in the Dragon Quest games. They've always been really cool. And while, you know, not every game will show you in battle, you know, what it looks like. You know, like in Dragon Quest Eight, if you equipped new weapons most of the time, or I think all of the time, it would show the difference in battle. Mm-hmm. And same with Dragon Quest Nine, and same with Dragon Quest Eleven. And I've always just liked the, the design of the armor and the weapons in these games compared to, like, Final Fantasy and stuff like that. Yeah, it's, it's hard to say whether I like these better or I'm just more familiar <laughs> after, you know, playing so many <laughs> that's, Quest that's, games. That's a fair assessment. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I haven't played any other series nearly as much. So, you know, the Zenithian Sword means a lot to me because, heck, I've watched it in the movie. My son saw it in a game the other day. He's like, Daddy, that's the sword from the movie. And I was like, my gosh, how do you recognize that? <laughs> just completely <laughs> out of context. But that was pretty cool. And... So yeah, I mean, it, it is being a series veteran, that means a lot. I wonder, would someone not as familiar with Dragon Quest find this long-term better just by pulling things that go higher attack or something? I don't know. I, I do feel like a lot of people would. I mean, it's always great to, you know, hey, I pulled, you know, I pulled Yangus. That's my favorite Dragon Quest character. He's the best. You know, and now I can use him. But at the same time, I do feel like a lot of people love the dress-up aspect of things mm-hmm. like this. I have seen a lot of people on Twitter like making big fanfare over the different outfits that uh, Eric and Silvando and Rob and everybody I else can wear. A huge deal for Eleven. And then you know what was the best-selling games before that was Nine. And nine and then eight. Of, I mean, not a lot, but eight had did have some dress up stuff. And yeah, it had the uh, 3DS stuff. Yeah. Holy cow, the seven remake for 3DS. I mean, I remember back All in 2000 and classes were just adorable. Yeah. yeah, I remember back in 2005 or six when I got the Dragovian armor for uh, the hero. That I was, was awesome. just like, oh, oh, my God, this looks awesome. 
Mm-hmm. And then just seeing that today, like, you know, when you play Dragon Quest Eleven, you get the Dundrasil. The first time I got the Dundrasil armor, I was like, oh, this is awesome. I'm going to wear this for a long time. And I did. <laughs> Very much so. All right. So um, finishing up on, on the bad, uh, let's move on to the ugly. We've talked about the good, the bad. Um, so speaking of ugly, the RNG. Let's talk about that RNG. That the RNG... Chest- it's awful. It's terrible. <laughs> that chest RNG. Does... What gotcha game has great RNG though? <laughs> the best so, gotcha game ever. I'll tell you that much. So, so earlier the guy that I said had spent one hundred and seventy dollars to get the Erdrick armor off that banner in the game right now. He said that the only thing that he got out of that was the sword. Out of one hundred and seventy bucks. Out of one hundred and seventy dollars worth of gems, he only wow. got the sword. So he got. 25% of the banner equipment out of that makes me feel better about not getting that falcon blade yeah <laughs> so yeah. That falcon blade, man it's been 10 days why does every other player seem to have a falcon blade but me <laughs> um so yeah my example most recently is i i had a 3000 gem pull for the 10 equipment yield in the metal chest um and it definitely does not guarantee even one piece of metal equipment because i didn't get a single one i got mostly twos and threes oh um, yeah that that happened to me the token five they give you which mm-hmm. ended up being not not like a, a i think it was a a whip um, i did the 10 pull off of the Erdrick armor banner and I got, I, what was it? I believe I got seven three-star pulls, two four-star pulls, and the guaranteed five-star pull. And the guaranteed five-star pull was like a sage's hat. So <laughs> nothing even I can use right now. Right. I, I've got my sage's. Yep, I got my supreme sage's miter right here. Yeah. Not sitting on anybody's head. Yeah, no, that's the that's the owl hat, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's yep, like, that's that's the, yeah, it's got the owl on it, yep. Yeah, that's, that's the, the one I pulled. One, right. Yep, kind of looks like uh, Kyle's hat from South Park. <sighs> I was very, I was very upset at that because four stars have a higher pull rate than three star stuff does. So I, I got screwed over pretty hard on that pull, and that was that was three thousand gems. Yeah, yeah, that's that's I, uh, looking for that Falcon Blade, hoping I would find it in the DQ one and two or the metal. I just kept running them until I was out of gems. And well, and that's the thing is when you mentioned that on the den the other day, I because you can look at what pulls from those banners if you go to the details about them. And I yeah. swear I went through them like ten times. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't see this Falcon Blade anywhere. How does anybody have this Falcon Blade right because now? Because it doesn't. It it only shows you like the top equipment. It 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 doesn't oh, tell no, you. Oh no! It shows it all. It shows it all. Are you sure? It I remember seeing the list, but I I've got some like low level pulls that weren't even mentioned on the list because they're not important enough. I mean, I mean, I be- I believe that. But yeah. if it's a five, st- if the Griffin Blade is a or the Falcon Blade is a five star, right? Is it? I don't know. I don't have one. Yeah, I would. I would hope so. <laughs> if it's a five star, it should show up as a five star, as a non guaranteed five star pull. Right. Yeah. I mean, I know it's not going to be as good as it is in DQ nine, where like your strength, if you're if you're going for ninety nine levels, you know, and you've got a, a battle master or a gladiator, your strength by a about level 60 is enough to compensate for the weakness of the sword so you're going to be taking like major damage for four attack let uh, me tell you that's exactly it. what i did in dragon quest 9 i oh, made yeah. my hero a gladiator with that about that falcon's blade and yep. let me tell you i i decimated corvus with that <laughs> oh completely overpowered him <laughs> 
Yeah, those are. It's great for multiplayer battles too. You start out with the Stardust Sword family, like Nebula Sword or um, Hyper Nova Sword, and then you uh, drop defense twice with two um, Falcon Slashes. Switch over to the Falcon Blade or Uber, Uber Falcon Blade, and then just wail away. Um, so I know it wasn't going to be the same, but I still kind of wanted it based on just my history with using it in the games. <laughs> yeah, and the fact that it does two attacks, and then when you use the ability for it, it does three attacks for a yep. lot more damage. Yeah, it's not quite four, but it's uh, you know it's it's pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so so here's here's another one in terms of we're talking about the ugly here, uh, using two metal keys to access the liquid metal slime. Uh, key dungeon when it takes about eight turns to kill one and they have a high rate of fleeing. Is it um, well you get if you do the intermediate on the metal slime keys, yep. yes you can run into metal liquid metal slimes on those floors but they do yeah they do have high run rates Yep. Liquid yeah. metal keys, it's only one for the, you know, the it's a 45 level difficulty for just the first floor. But yeah, right. they still they still do have the same run rate, uh, right. run rate on yep. on those floors, which is very annoying because yeah, it's, totally. I mean, seem, shout- I, I feel like they have a higher HP than they would in any of the mainline games. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that too. <laughs> yeah, and shout out to Soma QZ, who's one of the first people i saw to point this out he's totally right it's way more efficient to farm metal slimes twice for better experience better return on experience points than to actually burn two keys to to fight uh liquid metal slimes that are mostly going to run away from you yeah he's absolutely right unless you're doing the current daily metal slime dungeon Mm -hmm. which they'll just they will literally sit around for the the liquid metal slimes will literally sit around for two to three turns before they start running so if you have at least two people yeah if you have two to two people on your team with metal weapons you're more than likely to kill at least one of them and then once you get to the boss, it's a uh, it's I believe Tuesday through Friday, you're gonna <laughs> run into you're gonna run into the Liquid Bros, which is like a the Doug trio of Liquid Metal Slimes. Oh, yeah, like three I did. Of them. I, I did. was fighting them today. But, yeah, I was fighting them earlier today too. But uh, but on Monday and I believe again on this Saturday, it's gonna be a King Metal Slime. So if you've got your Liquid Chocolate Slimes, now's the time oh, to use yeah. them. Nice. Because I, I did do that on uh, the Monday dungeon. I used a liquid chocolate slime. And I got, before the multiplier, multiplier I got about 80,000 experience. And it multiplied at 1.3 to about 120,000 per character. Mm, wow. So I got a lot of levels off that. Wow. Um, so some of the map challenges that you get from, uh, there's a menu option where you can shake shake your phone and get a, a special map. Um, some of those challenges are timed and, and unfortunately aren't well balanced. Um, I generated one map that basically required my entire party to take down that 40 difficulty uh, all trades temple boss three times when I was around like in mid, mid-level 20s. Um, and I had to complete the challenge within five days, which I totally couldn't do. <laughs> and then the map just disappears and I couldn't get the prize. Oh, I've was... got one sitting right now that is uh, defeat five king or five metal king slimes. <laughs> I can't I can't do anything about can't that. can't even find them. <laughs> yeah. It's going to the, the map's going to go away. Uh, there was someone on Twitter. I think it was a, there was the guy I mentioned earlier, liquid metal slime. He has one that is do 99 quests in solo mode and you get one ability orb out of it. <laughs> <laughs> And at this point, Talk the developers are just trolling us. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, and then just like the, my final point for like the the ugly side of the game is just getting specific equipment may require you to either spend real money uh, for more attempts at what you want or just completely luck out. Um, again, I mentioned the Falcon Blade. <laughs> it's a, a, a personal goal if I can ever get it. Uh, I want one too, so bad. I want yeah. one and I'm never going to get it because I want it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I mean, my uh, my final thoughts on this game um Guys, guys, do you have any any other any thoughts to add to the ugly things that you just didn't really like about the game? No, I the, mean, uh, the, go ahead. Go, oh, no, 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 you go ahead. I'll I'll, I'll follow up. I was just gonna say it 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 had it's I like it because it's Dragon Quest. Mm-hmm. I do that, but I am not a mobile game player, and this hasn't changed my mind. I, I will do it because it's Dragon Quest, and my kids like to sit if we're watching TV. I can run a couple missions then but this isn't going to replace what i'm playing on the switch like when i have two hours to game at night i don't open this mm. so it, it I, I will probably get to the level eight island by the time they do the next content because i kind of think that's probably like a month or two away right yeah i'm, um, I'm actually the opposite i i play it on my commute um and uh and i enjoy just the simplistic aspects of it um not the menu but like the, if the I could take mass transit, I would I would I would play yeah. this more. I, yeah. You know I I, I agree I that agree with Platy. Um, I don't have mass transit, but I live five minutes from my office. But at the same time, I spend a lot of time on conference calls. So mm-hmm. the I agree with Platy. Uh, this is I'm not a mobile game person at all. Mm-hmm. I love Dragon Quest, and that is really the only reason i am playing this yeah same here same like here. uh I, i've tried i've tried numerous other mobile games uh you know i'm a big fist on the world star fan they released a mobile gotcha game last year as well i got a month into it before i was done uh dragon quest has held my interest so far but it's only been you know less than two weeks so but i'm a way bigger dragon quest fan than i am fist of the north star so mm. we'll see how far this takes me um but yeah, I, I agree with everything he's said so far about yeah. the mobile aspect of it. Uh, I'll keep playing it because it's you know it's something I can open my phone on and do a dungeon or two if need be. But like right now, I'm I'm caught up on all the content, so there's not technically really that much for me to do. Yeah, unless I want to start putting money into the game and 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 doing the metal key dungeons to get other vocations up for when more story content eventually comes out. Mm. But uh, until then, I'd rather just go and play, you know, an actual Dragon Quest game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, considering we don't have anything new, this is a really good means to just kind of uh, help to satiate that uh, that interest in in DQ yeah. for the time being. In- and while I gotta think I, this is all we're gonna get this year. I mean, unless we get something like a Dragon Quest four through nine, uh, probably not nine, but like four through eight port for Switch. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's what are what has come out in Japan that we're missing right now on PS4 or Switch. Yeah. Uh, I was just gonna say Dragon Quest. I, walk, would, but... I would love if they did the Dragon Quest one through three PS4 releases over here because I don't have a Switch. Mm-hmm. And I would like to play those on not my phone. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, conceivably, it's not like Japan has a big title that we're missing right now. Mm. No, they they really don't because 
Yeah, Switch was the last one, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, Dragon Quest XI S. Maybe they the got Heroes, that at the same time we did. Heroes 1 and 2 Switch release with uh, with with Ragnar. That's, yeah, that's true. Do but you, then again, I mean, you, that's something we've had. So, I mean, yeah, it's got re- Ragnar, but... Do you really want to suffer the frame rate issues with that version of the game? <laughs> I've, pl- I've played that demo. Yeah, well, yeah, but it's Ragnar. <laughs> Trust me, I love Ragnar. I love Ragnar, but... and. So he was in Dragon Quest Heroes 2 version of that game, right? I think. It's been a while. Because I, I, I was looking up research on this. I'm going to be on an RP Gamer podcast next week talking about Muso games, licensed Muso games, and this will obviously be two of them. I want to say I looked it up and he was in two. And what's funny is I, I was going through my own thoughts, and I've got like three pages of notes for that podcast that I'll keep for whenever we talk about it, too. Um, but in Dragon Quest Heroes 1, I love, I didn't like the new characters that they had, couldn't care less about the king, the dumb bitch <laughs> with the boomerang. King, king Doric, and king uh, what Doric. was her name? Like, Isab- yeah. Isabella, I think was her name? Uh, yep. Isla. Isla, okay. Yep. Yeah, I didn't, they didn't interest me. I was all about Bianca and Raina Payne and Yangus and whatever. In the other game, I was all about the four new characters. I didn't you were, you play were, as anybody. <laughs> you were you were all about that Desdemora, weren't you? Desdemora. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Her act skill all the time. I didn't mind the twins. They were great. I because I could change their classes. So those two were instantly always in my party because I could always. I think they had to be, didn't they? Not uh, sure. no, they didn't have to be. All right, but you know, you wanted—I I wanted to build their skills up. I wanted to get to the um, gladiator class, so I needed to max them out in this. I needed to max them out in that. Or so I, yeah, like Dragon Quest Heroes One. I think Liam, you and I did about the same thing. I turned it on the other day. I've got all but three accolades in that game. Um, I haven't yeah. beat everybody. I think yeah, it's Zoma and Nocturnus and Atlas. And see, I think I might have taken out Noct- Atlas at some point. Yeah, Atlas is but hard. I I, I platinumed oh, that game on the PS4. Atlas is Atlas is insanely hard. Mm-hmm. So are Zoma and Nocturnus, though. And then I, I actually had an easier time. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Go. Ahead. I was gonna say I had a harder time with Atlas than I did with Zoma on Dragon Quest really? Heroes One. I need to go in and see if I actually did that. I think Atlas was the the final boss in that game though like it, it was one of the two because i think if you beat zoma you got the dragon quest 3 hero costume for mm-hmm. heroes but i pre-ordered it on the square enix online store and they give it to, they gave it to you at the beginning of the game oh i think i i think i did that too so yeah. I, I i ended up having like chest. two copies of it you got the squish treasure chest liam didn't you i uh oh i have that, like the, that. the treasure chest yeah i've got that yeah i thought liam's came squished oh yours came squished oh no um no i think they i, I bought i bought two but they only sent me one Oh, that was it. I knew you yeah. had some sort of issue with it. Yeah, and then I had to, like, there was this whole, I had to make a stink on Twitter, which I'm pretty good at. And uh, But they charged you for two, though. They charged me for two. Yeah. But that's, then that's, they, yeah. I think I, I, uh, I guess it was Kaori at the time. I was, <laughs> I, was, um, I was bugging the marketing team over there, and they sent me the, the missing one. So that nice. was nice. That's the Square Enix uh, online team for you. Yeah. I think that was their old store. They've since switched uh, online merchants, and it's gotten a lot better. Yeah, back in the days of uh, Helix. Don't ask Angus about that. He didn't get his. Uh, <laughs> he didn't get his Dragon Quest Eleven Collector's Edition. Oh no! Did he, did he order it or? Oh, he had it they pre-ordered were... forever, and when it came out, 
Yeah, he didn't play the game for about a month because they didn't ship it to him. And they told him, well, you didn't order it. And he like forwarded the email. He's like, yeah, I did right here. And they were like, well, we didn't have it and we don't have any more. So, oh, well, yeah. Anytime I order anything on their store, that's a pre-order or anything like that. I always I have their email for their support team and I email them and go, hey, here's my order. Do you have this? And they go, yeah, we have it. Just because of situations like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, so, uh, getting back to um, uh, Quest of the Stars, uh, just my final thoughts on the game. Ultimately, my only gripes with the game have to do with the gotcha elements, which is why uh, the game exists in the first place. But it can still be fun <laughs> if you focus your time on what you like about it, um, whether it's completing challenges, quests, or playing through the main story. Uh, my advice, just similar to what I had mentioned on our um, TQ Monster Super Light podcast with king zenith is to just avoid spending real money whenever you can because um, i remember when i lived in japan i was seeing people selling their super light accounts their monster rosters for roughly the equivalent of about ten thousand dollars on makari and i didn't know if they were trying to profit or recoup their losses on that but <laughs> either way you probably don't want to get so addicted to this game that you're spending 10 grand on it <laughs> Yeah, I mean, go go play the casino in Dragon Quest Eleven or something. Or go to really a real casino with uh... that ten thousand and see what you can make of it. I mean, I'm, I'm... <laughs> here. I'm just trying to tell you to go spend like forty, fifty bucks and just gamble. You know, nothing. Liam, you're you're encouraging them to go to the casino with ten thousand. Just just buy a, just buy any of the mainline Dragon Quest games and go to the casino and just have yeah. your fun there. If you take ten grand and go to a real casino and you win, then please send me some Switch money. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, I know a lot of people that play gotcha games. I was talking to another friend earlier today who was like, yeah, I've been playing Pokemon Go since it came out. And he's like, I've spent $500 on it since then. Wow. You know, three to to $4 a week. And I'm like, that's a lot of money, man. Yeah. And, you know, there's always the argument of, you know, you're putting money into a game for a service that will eventually stop. And what do you have to show for it? Mm-hmm. But to some people, that doesn't matter. No, yeah, I mean, and I'm I'm kind of the opposite. I've got two friends that play Pokemon Go, and I want to say one of them has only spent like the ten or fifteen dollar iTunes card that we gave him one year, and the other, and his girlfriend has spent zero, and yeah. they've really enjoyed the game for going on almost four years now. Like with, we can't yeah, get with... together with them some days. They're like, oh, that's the Pokemon Community Day. We'll be over at your house later. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and that's why I've been on the fence. I'm like, do I really want to, like, I only got the Star Pass because when we were, uh, when the game first launched, it was like, hey, first first month is free, but it really wasn't. I got charged. I got charged. I got charged immediately for it. So I only have it because of, I guess, either poor communications or just error on my part. Yeah, no, but I've been on the I've been on the fence. I'm like, do I want to renew this at the end of the month? <laughs> I, guys, I really like the auto battle. It has made my life so <laughs> much easier. Platy, you got charged you too, say. right? Who did you get oh, charged? I haven't, I haven't. I didn't try that. Oh, I thought you. I thought I saw you complain about that as well. No. Um, about uh, I, I've I've seen that complaint uh, before that that people uh, it said that it was free and then and they got charged. Yeah. Like some people said, oh, I got charged zero dollars. No, it it pulled eight ninety nine off my, uh, my 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 debit card, like almost immediately. Oh man, that's such blatant <laughs> false advertising. 
I mean, the thing about it for me is I knew about the Star Pass before the game came out, and I was ready to pay that $9, so it wasn't mm-hmm. lost. It was just a, well, that's kind of annoying. It said it was free, but it wasn't. Yeah, so the subscription-based stuff, do they pull, if you stop paying the subscription, do they pull that stuff away from you, or you just don't get any new? You don't get, so, you know, obviously, if you don't renew the Star Pass, you don't get the triple speed, you mm-hmm. don't get the plus 30 luck in multiplayer battles, there is, I think every month you get an extra lucky chest draw for free, like a 10, it's either a 10 pull or like one or two chests or something. I'm not sure. You also get more equipment lockers. So if you have equipment loadouts that you like, you can store them. And I think if you're a free player, you get one, but if you pay, you get five. Oh, so you, yeah. can have, you can have multiple, like one free, one or two for each character. So you can constantly swap them in and out without having to, you know, apply the individual equipment to the character gotcha yeah but i i I can i kind of just do that i manage that in the regular inventory what's the advantage of the locker really uh quick load in and load out that's about it okay and i think there is a reward for the more you sub but it does not matter if you let your sub lapse on this uh if you go into one of the hundred banners that are currently in the game (laughs) you can look at the benefits you'll get out of it like oh you know first month you get two lucky chest draws then for the next couple of months you don't get anything and then for like the fourth or fifth month you get oh you get two more chest draws and it just kind of builds up over time as you pay for the pass so it's not like you have to have a concurrent although they try to convince you to keep it concurrent although i can't really find a reason why you would i mean unless they were putting new content out like every month like Hey, it's the twenty eighth day. Let's get new content to keep those people renewing at day thirty or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the only reason is for the lucky chest draws, because you get a, you also get tickets as well. I believe that you can use to do individual chests, like the you know the three hundred gem pulls instead of a three thousand gem pull. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's more or less for the uh, what's the term? The whale players. Yeah. People who are willing to drop a lot of money into the game. Mm-hmm. I just I don't I don't know why, but well I when you said whale players, I just kind of pictured a, a whale floating in the ocean playing this game on a smartphone. <laughs> <laughs> Getting pissed at the RNG and throwing it into the water. The, the RNG <laughs> the RNG on these chest draws are so incredibly poor. Yeah. <laughs> or really i should say they're poor because i'm not getting what i want out of them mm-hmm. i'd just be willing to get anything good but yeah, i haven't i, mean, I haven't gotten a good weapon i haven't gotten a good weapon in a week yeah i haven't gotten a good weapon since day one although i did just get that uh the battle god once i found out what the daily tickets are because you can spend those yeah yeah. Those will probably be around for another couple of weeks easily. So you should be able to get multiple if you want to, you know, stack them and evolve them. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. I was going to say, I just got that Battle Guide one tonight, too, Liam, when we were talking, and I've already upgraded it to 24, 25, whatever its maximum is. Hmm. Yeah. So, you know, tomorrow do the ticket again, get another one, evolve it so you can, so you, can you know, I think it was a enhance it another. Next. Yeah, yeah, like thirty or thirty-five, and I think on all of the the the, the quote unquote freebie gear like that, like that, and Dragon Quest One and Dragon Quest Two event gear, I think all of those go up to about a maximum of ten. All right, give me a reason to sign back on. I hadn't played in a couple days, so yeah. All right, well, anything else? Any last thoughts on uh, 
the game. It's a very generous gotcha game, so give it a shot. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Like I said, it, it's not completely for me, but it's not something I will not play. It'll it, it'll get it it'll get its hour or two a week. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah, more I mean, if I'm if I am somewhere waiting. Yeah, we we rant about it a little bit, but it's still it's I it's still a fun game, and I'm enjoying yeah. it. I mean, for for a gotcha game, this has been the most generous gotcha game I've ever played. Because most of them want you to spend real money almost immediately to get anything good. And this mm-hmm. game kind of gives you a lot of good stuff up front. Mm-hmm. And I want, I, you know, you kind of want to think, you know, Yuji Horii had to approve this game, so he probably set some standard for not completely fleecing the consumer, but making it fun at the same time. Yeah, let's see what it's like after the thirty days, right? <laughs> <laughs> Once that experience, uh, uh, I'm multiplying goes away. I'm kind of yeah, I'm kind of wondering on how easy it's going to get gems after all of the multiplayer and solo content and stuff. Like it's it's getting hard to get gems. Mm. Oh yeah, I got ten thousand. I think in day by day two. Yeah, I, I, I easily really noticed the multiplayer, and I was multiplayering day one like crazy. Yeah, I mean, and I probably haven't gotten five thousand since. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm about in that same boat. Alrighty, well, that's about it for this episode of Slime Time. We do want to thank uh, Brewerian for joining us tonight, last minute, jumping on really quickly to talk about um, Dragon Quest of the Stars. Thank you very much for that. Thanks so much, Brewerian. Yeah, glad I can uh, can hop on in. And thanks so much for joining last minute. Uh, I know we kind of sprung this on you literally last minute, saying, hey, what are you doing in five minutes? <laughs> so all, it's you. all good. Thanks for being so accommodating. I hope this was a nice surprise tonight. <laughs> It wasn't how I envisioned my evening. <laughs> but hey, you know what? If I can talk to people about Dragon Quest, I'm happy. Awesome. Uh, that, that's how we feel, too. And uh, uh, you all might out there might have noticed that the only time we ever mention something like Patreon on here is when we say we don't use Patreon. Well, I think Brewerian just said it. We're just longtime fans that want to just talk to each other about the game series that we know and we love so much. So if you have money, you would like to donate. You know, Liam needs a switch. Or <laughs> consider sliding on over to the true. Dragon's I Den. And, uh, well, Breweria needs a switch, too. Sorry, I forgot about that. You know, I, I, I do need one. I need to play Dragon Quest XI-S. <laughs> Same here. Um, but also someone who could use a little help, and I don't think he'd ever say it, but he would appreciate it. If you go over to wudis.com slash den, click on support this site because he has owned and maintained that Dragon's Den fan site for over 20 years. And I'm sure that's been multiple, multiple, multiple uh, hundreds and thousands of dollars he has spent to keep this going. And I'm sure he'd appreciate any donation. He's also got Amazon affiliate links. So, uh, you know, if you want to buy yourself something and make sure he gets a few pennies, he would, uh, Appreciate that too. I think it's about his twenty-third year this year. He's been running it since the late nineties. Mm-hmm. It's been, gosh, it, it's hard to imagine a time that I was on the internet that that didn't exist. No, yeah, exactly. Uh, back, back when I was looking up Dragon Quest Seven stuff, way, way, way back in the day, Woodis dot com is is more or less where I went to look up that stuff. Definitely, yeah. I I discovered it right before Seven came out. I think probably about a year or two, I had just finished playing six and realizing, well, that's it. And then I think I went to his website and realized, oh, my God, a seven has come out. So I guess it was right around that time. So 
All right. Go visit him, buy something through his affiliate links there, or uh, send him a few dollars through the support the site. And if you're an advertiser looking for a cool new podcast to spend lots of ad revenue on, reach us, reach out to us at slimetimepodcast at gmail.com. And if you have any comments or questions for us, you can find us on Twitter at platym 3 or at Riamu Celestrian, or hit us up both simultaneously at DQ Slime Time. And Burian, do you want to uh, plug your Twitter account? Um, yeah, sure. My, I, I really tweet about nonsense on it, but it's, uh, it's omaiwamo at, you know, at, at omaiwamo. What I would like to plug, though, is while I don't really tweet all that much except about Dragon Quest stuff, I do run a Tumblr account to where I post a lot of old Dragon Quest art that a lot of fans probably haven't seen before. And I run that Tumblr at just simply Dragon Quest art. Oh, that's cool. I don't think I knew that. I did not know that either. Yeah. Go ahead and uh, I... drop that in the show notes at the bottom and we'll put that in the uh, show notes. We'll link to it. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I only started it about two weeks ago, but oh. I have, <laughs> but I have such... That's probably why we haven't heard of it then. Yeah, I mean, I think I posted about it once on the Den. Um, but I have such an extensive Dragon Quest collection. Like, I have a basically complete North American collection, complete in box. Most most of Japan at this point. And a lot of it is art that most new fans haven't seen. So I more or less made the Tumblr so that newer fans can see a lot of original art from back in the heyday that they probably would never have seen before. And I try to, you know, I try to post once every day, every other day with something simple. Like I've been cycling through the first few games right now with just old manual art or strategy guide art and stuff like that. Cool. Yeah, that sounds awesome. We'll definitely check that out. Um, I also remember you um, post posting some some of your merch photos uh, from the contest that we used to do at Dragon's Den. Do you, do you ever post any of that to the Tumblr as well? I haven't done any of that, no. On the Tumblr, I've been mainly sticking to official art. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, if you do want to see some of Burian's uh, uh, merch, you can actually go to Twitter and type in hashtag brag your DQ swag, and you'll see all the, the contests that we've run in the past with uh, uh, through the den with uh, Westy the Dragon Quest Slime um, helping us promote those as well. I've gotten a lot more swag since then, too. <laughs> Excellent. So if you'd like to see some of the swag on the den, you could uh, consider joining us there. Lots of Dragon Quest discussions are going on over in the forums, one of the few uh, forums still around that is kicking. Um, you can find it from the Dragon's Den main page, or you can go to wudus.com slash forums. I know I'm always crazily posting there, keeping people up to date on... Uh, what is going on with Dragon Quest games, although uh, Drippy and some others have got us our news going pretty good there. <laughs> I get my news from there. Like, I swear, the second it hits Twitter or the second it's posted on, uh, like, Gimetsu or one of the other news sites, someone's always posting it on the den. Um, and we're always talking about what games we're playing on the Switch, on the Vita, what we're, where we are in Dragon Quest of the Stars, where those of us that uh, maybe haven't quite finished Dragon Quest 11s are right now. But uh, we're over there. Yeah, um, we've got a great topic on the den for Dragon Quest of the Stars just called Brags and Bitching. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly bitching, I... but... But let's be honest. I started that off thinking it'd be a lot of bragging, and <laughs> no, it, it's, it's a it's, lot of bragging. But it's mostly uh, Jaybird giving us uh, like uh, basically schooling us on 
the uh, innermost machinations of Dragon Quest of the Stars. <laughs> Jaybird's schooling us on everything. Talking about the Muso games, he uh, he he gave me quite the uh, quite a bit to think about there. So he's given Iggy a run for his money on the den <laughs> yeah. he, he really is yeah so we would also like to thank everyone that made this possible like uh brian aka woodis for his support of the series over the year and this podcast and for keeping the dragon's den lights on for decades now and thanks to amanda lapree and the descendants of verdrick for allowing us to use their music for our podcast descendants of verdrick is a video game tribute band from austin texas if you like what you've heard check them and their most recent album advent out at uh, d- uh com or on twitter at dia verdrick or go see their band leader amanda lapree live on tour as a guitarist with andrew wk and our thanks always to Dwayne Bullock, our wonderful graphic artist, Dragon Quest fan, um, for making the awesome artwork cover for this podcast. Dwayne was on the original iteration of the Slime Time podcast uh, six, seven, eight years ago. Um, he joined us for our last episode talking about Dragon Quest Your Story, and he's been on before, too. You can check out more of his work at Dwayne Art on Instagram or his website, DwayneBullockArt.BigCartel.com. And if you're looking for more DQ podcasts, check out our early episodes on Dragon's Den, Anchor FM, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and more. Please also check out our fellow Dragon Quest podcasts available like Puff Puff Hour and Dragon Quest FM. Excellent. Hey, Fibrarian, again, thank you so much for jumping in last minute. Thank you yeah. so much. Yeah, glad I can uh, meet you guys. Um, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, let's Excellent. do it again sometime. All right, DQ Slime Time slamming off. Stay healthy, everybody. Yeah.